What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth, yours truly, the Notorious One, new, a.k.a. New, new, new Mr. Coachalini, better known as the Prognosticator, Coach Adamus. You're in the Desert Storm Bunker with your man in their spiritual journey to see God Allah. And the eight-time, the eight-time, 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 eight-time defending, <laughs> defending demonetized champion in the world. You better ask somebody. <laughs> how many? Lo how longer can I stretch out my nicknames and intro? Mm. It'll be like five minutes at some particular point. <laughs> All right, the eight time, eight time, eight time. All right, I'll just add it every week. I'll add something every week. But anyway, welcome to the Wake Up Show. We have a great show today. We have some great topics. Uh, we're gonna our 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 main event topic is going to be. A unstable feminist allegedly puts out some real information about her family on TikTok, and it destroys her marriage because she put a battery in the back of feminists who allegedly got her husband canceled from their job. But let's go ahead and give her an L. And of course, you know, this might be uh, this could go in straggle and sniggle theater. But I'll give you a quick preview of what we're talking about because uh, a lot of people want to know. Um, we're going to cover this story of this woman here, and we're going to dig deep. Yes, and I can dig deep into her, too, piece of chicken cutlet. We're going to dig deep into what this story is, if it's true or false, and this is what happened here. Let's go ahead and play it. You in the comments, ladies. My man would never. I thought so, too. I fucking thought so, too. Trust me. Um. So we had a work convention in Vegas, some kind of construction convention. I'll look into it. This is happening to me right now. I don't have all the deets. I will get them though. I'm a Virgo. You better believe I'm going to get every shred of evidence I can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks, she looks unstable. You know what I mean? She looks kind of unstable. Uh, you know, many of us want one of these flat backed at plain Jane, you know, wives, you know, you want to stay at home mom type wife, but um, as divorce, Attorneys have already told us one of the most dangerous women in the divorce court is the stay-at-home mom. Mm. The stay-at-home mom is the most dangerous to you in your relationship to your children. If she has any mindset that she's a stay-at-home and she raised the kids, those women are the most costly and fight you the most in divorce court. Okay, that's even if she works part-time, even if she is starting her career and it's just getting out of the blocks and she hits a roadblock but she was a stay-at-home mom at one particular point, they are the ones that drag you the worst in family court, all right? This is confirmed by divorce attorneys and confirmed by yours truly. I have experience with this as well. So you guys got to watch out. Be careful for what you wish for. You guys want women to be back in the kitchen cooking and burning bread, but at the end of the day, those women can be the most dangerous to you, to your finances. And I know all the strong and independent queens are like, see, yeah, you need you an independent queen. All right. It don't even make sense to marry an independent queen. Like it don't make any financial sense to legally marry a independent woman. All right. So for the independent women that are like, tell them, coach, tell them you need you a strong, educated woman. All right. Those women are the worst to marry as well. All right. Because it no, number one, it makes no sense. Number two, it strongly advantages her. Number three, 
she is 90% chance of filing for divorce from you. I mean, all right, you're just enslaving yourself. All right. At the end of the day, what happens? You can't win. Yeah, you can't win. <laughs> right. You just can't win. But uh, shout out to all the people who would like to keep families together. I am a proponent of the two parent household. I'm also the proponent of making sure the man has leverage and options. And if the woman has leverage and options, he shall not marry her. Because you don't need that bitch. You don't need yeah, her. Bitch. Yeah, bitch. You don't need her. Ninja's out here. You don't need no woman like that. She needs you. She needs you. All right. If you have leverage and options, but if she has leverage and options, that's not a wife. That's not a woman. That's your boyfriend. You reading Rainbow, walking around, tippy toe. Ninja, you, you, you new ninjas. <laughs> you new ninjas out here What is wrong with you new softy ninjas out here I was kind of watching the Angry Man video Only got like five minutes in before the show I let it play And uh, he was talking about men and competition And all that shit And men don't want to compete uh, Man what is going on Men naturally are here to compete There's naturally supposed to be a hierarchy that we respect All right, And if you ain't that dude You ain't that dude You know what I mean uh, Some people are born in a position where they have an advantage to compete, where it makes it easier. You're born into a good family. You're born strong. You're born bigger. You're born faster. Some people are born smarter. And some of y'all are just slaves. You know what I mean? It is what it is. You just ain't good enough. You just ain't good enough. All right. And it is what it is. When you ain't good enough, you find your lane. You know what I mean? You decide to make just as much in a year as some men make in a month. You know, some of you guys decide that, you know, and then when you find out that you can make in a month what more people, what people make in a year, it changes your life. You're like, wow. Do you know that there's people? I'm, I'm already on. Do. do you know that there's people that make what you make in a year? They make in a month what you make in a year. Like, how does that make you feel? You wake up every day. I had a job. Now, I don't have a job now. That's the problem now. I got unemployed. I got unemployed. But I had a job where I made, I'm not going to tell you what I made, but I love the job. I was passionate about the job, you know, um, but uh, th that's one thing. But what I made in a year was disgusting, right? What I made in a year was disgusting. And there was a point in my life where what I made at that job in one year I later on in my life made in one month and I made it in one month, like repeatedly, <laughs> like repeatedly. Now he said, Dad, I'm just letting y'all know there's people that live like that. There's people that make one hundred thousand dollars in a in a in a month. There's people that makes one hundred thousand dollars a month. Like easy drop in the bucket. <laughs> you would be like, wow, that really F's your mind up. And when you see them, you're going to think they are shot. I'm not flexing because I don't have a job anymore. I, I don't make any money anymore. But when you see the person that makes $100,000 a month, they look just like you. They, they don't look that much different. They're not flexing. They're not wearing big jewelry. Now, they, their clothes might look like they don't have any wrinkles in them. <laughs> their clothes might look, your clothes looks. Like they hang off your body so well, pause. You know, the hair looks a little bit more shiny. You know what I mean? Even if it's a bald head, your bald head is just a little more shiny than my bald head. You know what I mean? They look a little bit more crisp, but they look like you. 
and they're not flexing or balling. They look just like you. And you're like, what's the secret? Perhaps can you perhaps can you share a little bit of your wealth with me? Yeah, just give me a little bit, a percentage of your I'll be happy with one percent of your income per month. You would be happy because that'd be a thousand dollars in your pocket that can make a difference. And they'd never give it to you. They would never give it to you. They'd be like, I would never give you any of my money, despite that, despite the fact that I make more in two weeks than you can imagine ever making in a year. They would never give it to you. <laughs> you look at like, why you greedy bastard? Yeah, that's just how the life works, man. They would never share that with you because. Even they are used to making $100,000 a month. They're used to it. They're like, yeah, I make $100,000 a month, but my expenses are significant, and I want to make $200,000 a month. I, I'm not satisfied at $100,000 a month. I actually want to make $200,000 a month. It would be great if my income bumped up to $200,000. So they would focus on making $200,000 a month before they ever gave you shit. That's how crazy the competition is out here. That's how crazy the competition out here. And if you don't like it, well, I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but that's how life works out here. They're like, yeah, before I share one percentage of my income, I would focus on making doubling my income. That's how crazy it is. Oh, yeah, there's people that make $200,000 a month. <laughs> Somebody said they miserable even though they rich. I like that. You know, people think they're miserable. Like, I don't look at it as they're miserable. <laughs> I look at it as they just got a lot of responsibility. And they don't have time for your bullshit. <sighs> but you know who else is miserable? Poor people. Have you ever seen happy poor people in America? I've never seen happy poor people in America. They always mad. Like rich people are miserable, but poor people are angry. <laughs> Five figure problems. Rich people are miserable, but poor people mad than a motherfucker. They wake up every day. Rich people worry about, I'm sorry, poor people worrying about what they can get from you or the government. Rich people are like, we're tired of giving our money to the government to give you poor people. I mean, it's a. I said America. I said America. I didn't say Africa or Asia. I said in America. Okay. I said in America. <laughs> yeah, man. I'd rather have some rich people problems than poor people problems. And trust me, I've been both. I've been both. I haven't been rich, but I've been well off. And now I'm poor. So anyway. <laughs> All right, poor people be angry than a mother sucker. Let me see here. You're going to have problems regardless. We got a great show. Oh, speaking of guys, hey, if you want to contribute to the day show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app, Coach Greg Adams TV on Venmo, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and I'll spend to the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And then we also have Notor Notorious CGA super chat, super chat capabilities. New, 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 new world you can order. super chat over there. And before we get started, man, I'm going to just show you CGA. Is on it. The prognosticator is telling you, uh, you better buckle up your seatbelt and you better buckle up and pull up your belt before you ask for help. Whatever you need to do, uh, it is happening. New, 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 new world order. We are here, guys. We are here. Oh, yeah. Guys, uh, we are here. We are on the precipice. We are on the brink. 
We're on the brink of something amazing happen that I thought never would happen in our peaceful time in the world. And as you see here, new, 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 new world we have the powers that be uniting like Voltron against the NATO community. And you have the BRICS community and you have people arming up at this particular point and they're moving money around China's moving money over to Russia so that Russia no longer has to depend on the dollar. And then you're having people arming up, joining them. You have more red flags than a bricks parade at this particular point. And they're arming up. If you have young men that are 15, 14, 13, 16, 17, 19, 22, they might qualify new, 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 new world order. to do something. You know, your dumb asses need to be on the front line or something like that. If you're poor, Send your poor, send your hungry right to the front lines to get your ass waxed out here. It's happening, guys. New, 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 new world order. And I know, I know a lot of people might be in a position where you're like, CGA, you were doom and gloom all the last four years. And I said, y'all better listen to me, man, because this is no game. They're harming up, they're aligning. And this has been a long, long plan that I've seen unfolded right in front of my eyes because I walk in the spirit of logic. I walk in the spirit of truth and I see what I see. And it's very, very, very difficult to be me. It's very difficult to be me. It is crazy out here. And if you think you're you think you're in a bind now out here, guys, you think you're in a, I'm in a bind, Nate. You're gonna be in a bind here for the next three years for certain. And not just you, me as well. We're all about to be in a bind. All right. We're all about to have our lives change. And the good thing about it now, as much as I was doom and gloom, and much, much, many, many of my predictions have came true. What I can say now is I see what's on the other side of these next three years. And it may not be doom and gloom, right? What's on the next three years is going to be doom and gloom for about 85% of the deaf, dumb, and blind, without a doubt. If you still operate in some sort of hope, some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, you know, well, things will be okay. If you're not making a plan, which I've been telling you guys on the money mindset, Patreon level, patreon.com backslash coach Greg Adams. We have been preparing for this. We've been giving you options. We have been telling you that this is coming. If you are on the poor righteous teachers, if you are on the people who believe, believe that there is an alternative instead of sitting your ass there and hoping that things become better or things don't blow up in your face, you will be prepared. Those people have enlightenment. Those people have the opposite of doom and gloom, but the rest of you, you guys will be prepared to be slaves. That's just letting you know. I'm letting you know you're preparing for it. You're opting for it without a doubt. There's no, there's no choice that you will have. All right. But that's your own doom and gloom and it will be your choice. Slavery will be a choice. All right. Enough about that. We're going to be on a happy mood. We're happy. Okay. Here we go. There's no hope for you people. I'm just letting you know. There's no hope for any of us. They're, 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 they're very going to, it's going to be cutthroat out here. It's going to get cutthroat. You better love what you, you better love. Uh, the, listen, you're going to look at 2023 in about four years and you're going to wish you were back in 2023. Mm. <laughs> you're going to wish that you had the chance to make the choices that will change your life today. And by the way, many of you are already behind. I've been telling you this in 2018, and everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody thought I was crazy. 
That was like, nah, man, what are you talking about? We living better now. Coogee sweater now. Coach is good. What are you talking about? And I was like, tough times are coming. <laughs> I mean, like, tough times are coming. Nah, man, nah. Y'all didn't see it. You're going to wish you were back in 2023 to make choices. Better figure it out now. <laughs> Let y'all know. All right, Albert Wesker's. Albert Wesker says XX is talking crazier than a 1996 Cycle Sid promo. Indeed. Shout out to you, man. Be real. Somebody said, I live in France. He already sees it burning down. Francais. Be real mahogany. Stop feeding the bears, the ducks, and the sloths. Violators will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate you for being here. All right. Uh, legal Latino Heat says no more details for me. CGA flatback Supremes for life. I'm often curious because, you know, a lot of people um, will will debunk that and say, nah, it's okay, man. Give me somebody thick. Give me a thick sister. I can't resist her. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. You know what happens is I'm often very, very um, not surprised that the amount of people that choose to not do something because either they don't have access to it, they know they can never have it, or they can't afford it. And so they get comfortable. Well, I don't need all that. Give me a fat, sloppy woman. You know what I mean? And I'll be like, well, I bet you if you had the choice. <laughs> I bet you if you could choose, Ninja. Well, I don't need no Lamborghini. I was just talking to somebody about that. I was like, you know, my dream car is a Bent Bentley Continental. Like if I just had the money, like if I had a billion dollars, I would be like, I would get me a Bentley Continental. A new one, not a used one. Because they were like, well, you can get a used one. I, was, I don't want no 2012 Bentley Continental. <laughs> I, want a, I want a GT Bentley Continental. That's what I want. That, that's my dream car. I probably wouldn't put more than 2,000 miles a year on it. But I was like, that's what I would have. Guess what? You then start to talk yourself out of it. Well, I don't need it, and I don't want to deal with the maintenance, and I don't want to do this, and I don't want to have that, and I got to have a car, and I got to live in a big house so I can protect it, live in a gated community. You know what I mean? You start thinking about the additions that that $350,000 vehicle is going to cost you because it's not just that. It's the maintenance. It's the insurance. It's the place that you have to live. You can't live in a hood. Can't live in an apartment complex. Can't live in a non-gated community. You have your Bentley Continental just parked outside. You got to have somebody watch the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then you start talking about how you don't need it. Well, I really don't need it. I could just rent one for a weekend. And you start shuffling. I think that that's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You're defeating yourself. You're defeating the idea of having what you want by saying you don't need it. Now, what you've done is put a cap on your head. You put a cap on your potential. Now, I'd rather get to the end of my life and say, damn, I wish I would have been able to afford it. I missed the opportunity, and that's it. But we also do that with our choices, our jobs. I'm going to talk about jobs here in a minute. We do that with our lifestyle, with women. I don't need a good-looking woman, a flat-backed fit woman. Give me a fat, juicy, sloppy with the with the fat curdle all up on her hips. That I, That's all I need, coach. Yeah. Try not to cap yourself. Rich dad, poor dad. Robert Kiyosaki, no matter what your opinion of him is, I relate to Robert Kiyosaki. He is abrasive. 
He is a tough love guy. He don't give a F. In the rich dad, poor dad, whether it's a true book or not, it made sense, that mindset. I, I, I align with that mindset where people say, well, I don't need it. You don't need stuff like that to be happy. Rich people are miserable. I can't afford it. That's a that's a your self-fulfilling prophecy. You're putting yourself in the position to lose. Then on the other side, people say, how can I afford it? Uh, uh, there, pro, pe people rich or poor have problems. Uh, I'd rather be rich with problems than poor with problems. You know, that's a mindset of a person that says, I'm going to put myself to the potential, reach my full potential and see what happens. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what happens. You'd be shocked and amazed at what could happen when you don't put potential on yourself. Potential. Okay. Yeah, don't put potential on yourself because you're going to actually live to the expectations, expectations that you put. Never, ever say what you want to earn per month. How much money would you want to earn per month? Never put a number on it. I'm giving you motivation. Never say, never say, I want to earn $10,000 a month. Never do it. Why? Why would you never say, I want to earn $10,000 a month? The reason why is because you're going to get to the point where you earn $10,000 a month. And as soon as you do that, you're going to say, oh, I did it. I'm here. Because that's exactly what you're going to get if you get it at all. You're going to get it. You limited yourself. You capped yourself at $10,000 a month. <laughs> that's all you got. You got that, and you basically, that's it. You limited yourself by yourself. Because you're going to get the 10000 and then eventually later on, you're going to raise it. Oh, shit. Well, this is nice, but I want a little bit more. Guess what? Too late. You killed the momentum. You capped yourself. You got comfortable. You got complacent. You thought that was going to be the limit. You thought you would be happy with 10K, and now you got 10K. And you realize you need a little bit more or you desire a little bit more. And then now you got to reestablish the momentum. I don't put a ceiling on what I can potentially earn. Because you'd be surprised. There's people out here earning millions of dollars in one month. Right. And you might think you can't do it. You might think you don't need it. But if somebody gave you the opportunity, you sure would jump on it. Yep. Anyway. No government name BH says the TikTok CEO is currently testifying before Congress. He just lied and said TikTok is not the business and not in the business of censoring content and values freedom of expression. He says, do you have a soundbite about somebody laughing? I do have this. I do have that. By the way, I have been censored heavily on TikTok. I mean, heavily. On TikTok. So he's lying about that. Not only that, it is a spy app. I believe it is spyware. And they also are subverting our culture from within. All right. Dumbing down and degrading our culture. And as a result, not a lot of people will be ready for what's going to be on the horizon. New, 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 new world order. Mr. Kevin Sullivan is in the building. <laughs> That's what I call you. Coach. He says, I save my change after I spend cash. He says, what do you in the chat suggest that I do with my change shortage? Change, LOL. Yeah, I used to do that as well, man. You'd be surprised how much money you can save when you used to throw your change in a jar. However, those days are gone. 
Sayonara. Because they are eliminate, they are eliminating cash. All right, they're eliminating cash. So the days where you can collect coins, bye bye. So you might have to go to a coin machine and cash that shit in. All right, there's there there they start with the dimes and the pennies, then they get to the nickels and the quarters. Most people do not transact dollars anymore. Most people do not transact dollars and you're comfortable with it. Remember, I always tell you, there will be no announcement that there will be no more cashews. They're just going to progressively wait over a period of time where you stop using cash. This is what happens as well when you stop using coins and cash to transact. Some people still do because there's some people here. I still use cash. Yeah, most people don't. They use the debit card. They use the credit card. They use the card. All right. I, I've been in places where I use cash and the cash register person is like, what? All right. They are actually taken aback. They're like, oh, shit. And they got you ninjas trains, right? Yeah. You use the Apple Pay. You use the phone. Click, click. You use the phone. So they eventually just wear you down to the point where you don't use it anymore. All right. And so it's difficult to get change back. You can't even go to the laundromat and use changes. Many laundromats, you put the dollars in and you get a card and then you put the card into the damn machine. They don't even need to use the change. If you own a laundromat, you don't want to be going every weekend and getting change out of the machine. You just use the card and then it just download it right to my damn bank account. <laughs> Same thing with CBDC. CBDC, y'all then just like, I ain't going to adopt it. If you have a job, you're going to adopt it. You're not going to have no choice. All of these corporations are part of the you-know-who. Oh, you new, new, new world order. The corporate jobs will be the first people to say your direct deposit is going into your CBDC account. You ninjas are done. Listen, mm. I've already thought this shit through. I've already seen it. I, the prophecy is what it is. You ninjas are done. <laughs> think y'all getting over on people, man. Stop. Mm. They got y'all ninjas fig figured out real quick. And all you think you, yeah, you please think you're going to take your CBDC money and run and buy Bitcoin done. You're not going to run and buy Bitcoin with CBDC. They ain't going to let you dumbasses do it. Listen, they're not, they're not stupid. I'll take my CBDC money transacted into Bitcoin. Guess what? Nope. You're not going to do it. <laughs> you're absolutely not going to do it. Can't stop it. You take the mark of the beast or you get your head cut off. That's what you want. Well, what it, that's what it is. And it's your fault. <laughs> That's your fault. So get rid of, get ready. Y'all just buckle up. What you need to do is adopt a plan to survive. That's what you need to do. Because uh, stopping it is not happening. Stopping it is not happening. You better move to another country. I'm just preparing you guys because y'all gonna think I'm crazy. Damn you! Cr if, if you still think I'm wrong, <laughs> right? If you've been watching me all this time and I'm talking in real time today, and you still think I'm not making sense, please go stop watching me live. Stop watching me live. Go back to my videos from 2019 to 2020, and then what you're going to hear is like, holy shit, this dude's hitting all the nails on the head. On the head. This dude's not lying. Everything this dude said in 2018, 2019, 2020, we're here right now. You're living it today. So now in 2023, I continue to tell y'all that you ain't stopping shit. You can only hope to contain it. Take me seriously.
<laughs> Take me seriously. Do not think I'm lying here. They don't call me Coach Adamas for a reason. Somebody said they Bitcoin friendly. Okay, man, dude, you guys are very short-sighted. <laughs> they Bitcoin friendly. Yeah, until they are not. They're going to let you get, you know, take your little Bitcoin, take your shit over there, put it in. You're going to combine it in this account. You're going to sock it over here. Three, five years later, can't do it no more. Then just look, everything's temporary. <laughs> oh, they're Bitcoin. It's the bait and switch. Where are you guys? They lit. They're for now. Look, they're like women. I love you right now. I'm friendly to you right now. You can do this right now. Set up the rug pool, the, the, the bait and switch. They know the Bitcoin's over there. They know it's socked over. Why don't you move it over here and you can kind of move it and it'll be good and your money will go up and nah, nah, nah. And they're going to rug pull your ass five years later. Steamrolling you. <laughs> never, never not. You guys stop and think you get to the end solution. I got the end solution. I'm stuck. I got the Bitcoin. I got the cryptocurrency. We good. And when the CBDC, we good. And while our money, you're not good. Man, just they already thinking. <laughs> You got to, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just me, but I think like a tyrant. I think like a tyrant. I wake up in the morning thinking how I can take over shit. You know what I mean? Like, all right, I wake up. I'll be drinking my coffee, looking out my window. You know what I mean? Not even looking at anything. I just be gazing out in the future looking like, all right, how can I take advantage of them? How can I fool and manipulate these people? How can I take over? You know what I mean? I have a takeover spirit. You know what I mean? I find out where your weakness is and I I, I take advantage of it. <laughs> That's why they call me Coach Alini. My nicknames are not for anything. You know what I mean? Yes, I would subprime mortgage you. I worked in subprime mortgages. Yes. I knew you were signing up for bad deals, but you were so happy about it. Yes, I also sold real estate. I let you buy that house you couldn't afford. <laughs> I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad about it at all because people kind of try to get over on me. But at the same time, you ninjas think it's going to be a utopia. You guys think, you guys think that there's harmony. You think people have a moral compass. <laughs> you think you have a moral, you think people that are doing shit have a moral compass and they care about you. I'm letting you know, and you should be lucky that I'm letting you know that people in power, do not have a moral compass. They do not. They're not trying to work and make shit work harmoniously. They're trying to enslave you. They're trying to ruin you. They're trying to put your ass in the prison. Oh, it's Bitcoin friendly. Yeah, man, you guys crazy, man. Protect yourself at all costs. Protect, yes, yeah, the evil world we live in. It's an evil world we live in. This world is not here for harmony. There's some evil people running our world today. And they are manipulating you at will. And they have a plan. One more thing. They have a plan. They've already written the plan out. And they're following it. Lockstep. And they marching your ass right into the damn corner right now. They're marching you in the corner. Day by day. And they're looking at their plan. Yep. Who, who doesn't believe me? Who doesn't believe me? They're marching you in the corner. And you guys think, oh, well, you know, you know, I'll do this and I'll just do that. They already got that shit planned out. Okay. When these goofballs thinks this over here, yeah, we got them. We got something for their ass. Mm. 
<laughs> they've been already set. Plan is in motion. It is inked. The Bible has also warned you of this. So what you should do is make sure you understand this and have a plan for that. There's always, there's none of you normies, even you crypto guys have any idea of what they, they already know how to deal with you. You're not an anomaly. You're not the, you're, you're not the code breaker. They got your ass locked up right now. And they're about to laugh your ass into the corner too. <laughs> you need tangibles. Tangibles is the only way around it. Tangibles. Intangibles ain't going to cut that shit. No little crypto coins ain't going to, they, they're going to mark, they got something planned for your ass already. Anyway, mm. yep, they're going to turn off the internet. Y'all going to be stuck. You ain't got nothing without the internet. <laughs> All right, anyway, tangible, tangibles. Internet off, you ninjas ain't got no coins. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right, anyway, y'all better figure it You try to log into your, look, you try to log into there. Hey, man, you know, they they cut the internet off, but I got a couple of coins. You want some coins? I'll put some coins over on you. Uh, You got a couple of, uh, damn, my internet going on. Hold on for it. Let me log into my shit. I got my five-word password. Hold up. I got my five-word password. Let me log into my shit. Oh, damn, man. Hey, yo, internet working? Mm. <laughs> All right. No internet, no nothing. I know y'all be like, ah, there'll always be an internet. Okay. <laughs> All right, look. Your five-word password. Lock the fuck off. Lock the, now you done so. Anyway. <laughs> Password flat back. You try to log into your shit. Hold on. Hold on. Let me log into my shit. Hold on for a second. <laughs> you need tangible assets. That is the cheat code. That will forever be the cheat code. All right. Black market is going to operate on tangibles. Passwords ain't going to be applicable. <laughs> All right. Shout out to everybody else out here. You know, Bitcoin dudes, the Bitcoin gods are like, oh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. I don't have to know about how your system works, but I also, I do have to know how power works. <laughs> Where are we at? JFlow, marriage will needs a self-destruct phase. Yes, it does need a self-destruct phase. All right. The self-destruction is already implanted. Just like I know how the marriages are going to pan out and it normally is going to be true. Your wife is going to enter into a mental instability phase. Now, you as a man might be already mentally unstable, so we do have to account for that. But your wife is going to act normal, and then she's going to self-destruct. She is going to reach a, a space where she's mentally unstable. That is going to happen. It is guaranteed. It's a guaranteed phase, and everything she says, you're going to think she's in a la-la land. You're going to be like, what the hell's going on? And it's usually... It's usually around when she has children. Mm. <laughs> Somebody said, no one to say when she has children, she has children. After the children come, she's going to change 180 degrees. Now, if you've been married or are currently married right now and have children in the comment section or this live chat, I want you to tell you, I want you to tell these men how I'm right. <laughs> I want you to tell these men, or if you think 
I'm wrong. You can actually voice your opinion as well. But once the children comes, she has a shift in mindset that will make her appear mentally unstable. She could be technically diagnosed as mentally unstable at that particular point. And this woman is going to prove that. And the reason why she can technically be classified as mentally unstable after kids is because there's a thing called postpartum depression that they all lean on. But then when I call it mental instability, they say, well, it's not mentally unstable, but in fact it is. All right. You're mentally unstable. If you have children and you experience postpartum depression, postpartum baby blues or postpartum partum psychosis. And if you have a mate, if you have a mate, that male is going to experience that many single mothers go through postpartum depression as well, but there's nobody on the other side that they can attack. So they attack the world. Okay, they attack the world, then they go a little bit more psychosis on the world. And then you're like, what's wrong with this woman? Well, she's experienced mentally instability. Now, the other thing she's also experiencing as well is that her allegiance, her allegiance has changed from the mate to the child. All right, this is when they become overprotective. This is when they become the woman who is going to be devouring. She devours her kids, meaning she showers the kid with love. The kid gives un conditional love back to the mother the the kid never judges the mother on her past and thus the mother can appreciate the child for that and then also manipulate the child as such because in the child's eyes the mother can do no wrong so this does put the mate in a precarious situation he no longer is the pride and joy of the loving relationship his love is based on conditions in her eyes in her mind and when you compete you can't compete with the two. The child is loving her unconditionally and is latched to her. You are not, and she has a new definition or description of love. Therefore, she's going to appear mentally unstable to you. Much of her conversations is, and allegiance is going to be to the child, not to you. And this will destroy your marriage. So you got to be ready for this. You got to listen. Just as I told other people to have tangibles and be ready for this, prepared. Preparation is your only solution. Also, when you go into a marriage, you better be prepared for this shift because this shift is guaranteed. You compound this with alcohol or drugs or her need to be promiscuous with other men, a.k.a. girls nights out, shaking her ass, dressing, appearing naked, dancing on social media, TikTok. If you combine them with any more of those, your marriage is doomed. Doomed. Absolutely doomed, all right? You are now the last priority. If you have a dog, you're the last priority. You come after that dog. You better prepare for this going in. If you do not prepare for this and you roll the dice and you say, no, you're crazy, coach, you're going to get ran over like the you know who's going to run you over by 2030. New, 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 new world You order. can still survive your marriage if you're prepared for this. If you're not prepared for this and you go in with your nose wide open, you're going to get ran over. Be prepared. So this is why guys can be in marriages and come on my show and say, my marriage is fine. They were prepared for this step. But this step is not is, is not negotiable. It's going to happen. It's a non-negotiable. It is going to happen. The power dynamics is going to shift when she has her kids. She has her kids. She has the power. If she doesn't have your kids, she has no power, okay? She loses by leaving you. She loses. She has to go ahead and reset her life. So you best be prepared. 
I'm all about preparation and reality. Y'all need about hope, and a hope is not a strategy. We got Dev says, morning, coach. What music do you play in the Porsche? Oh, I'll be out here with that trap music. <laughs> all right, I'll be having the playlist with all the trap music. I'll be listening to Young Thug and Gunna, and I'll be listening to, you know, Wale. I'm listening to, well, he's not trap, but you get it. Um, I'll be listening to uh, Lil Uzi Vert and Rick Ross, and I'll be listening to uh, what's his name? Future. And, and, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I listen to, man. I, that's what I listen to, man. Yeah. I be in there thugging all the hardcore beats. Yeah. That's what I listen to. All right. Uh, here we go. He says, nah, not more. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be listening to Gunna and young thugging. Yeah. That's what I listen to. <laughs> no Elvis Presley. Nah, Young Dolph, Young Dolph. Yeah, I'll be listening to Young Dolph. Yes, I'll be listening to, uh-huh. Yes. What do we got here? I don't get mad. I just get paid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Travis Scott a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I do listen to old school stuff as well, old school stuff. Oh, also, um, some of the Migos stuff does come across uh, in the in the playlist as well. But uh, yeah, that's what I do. I also do listen to um, listen to old school hip hop as a playlist as well. But anyway, I, I'm not into NBA Young Boy. I don't really know. But I I I be thugging when I'm in the in the Porsche. Yeah, I be thugging. <laughs> All right, where we at here? Where we at? My man Travis says the best advice I took from you regarding women is the removal of gray areas he says i did it and most of them skedaddle yes he says it is uh he says it is like turning on the kitchen lights and seeing the roaches scatter the gray areas is where the devil lies and how you get jammed up that is absolutely 100 guys uh gray areas are traps we're gonna get into the show because i gotta catch up kevin sullivan i got you already but gray areas are a trap um but you know, there you should allow for some flexibility with gray areas. Okay, gray areas to me is when it's like, oh, well, but it is subject to, well, in this case, you could do this. Uh, women operate in gray areas because um, they can manipulate you. They'll say, well, we're just as strong and we're as good as you. But then they also will go back to, well, but, but, but in this case, I was a woman, though. But so that don't apply. I think that that is um, has doomed our society. It's doomed our society. It gives too many people opportunities to wiggle out of accountability. And it's not just women. Men do it. Um, yeah, men do it too. Uh, it's just like when men do. Yes, I'll, I'll give you that. Men do it too. And uh, children do this now. Mental health is a gray area. Uh, it And people want to know, uh, this is my definition of a gray area. When there's no counter to the argument, right? Right, there's no counter. And your counter is shamed. All right. If they it, it, so mental health is one of those counters where they just counter with it and then you cannot hold them accountable anymore. The conversation ends. No, there's always a counter to everything. There's a counter to every move. So you can't just throw that out and then in the conversation. But if you disagree and you say, no, fuck that mental health bullshit. This is what you're going to do. Guess what? They shame you. And then it goes into shame. Well, what do you mean? And you don't understand and you don't love and you don't have compassion and empathy and sympathy. Not a conversation that's changed to my empathy and sympathy bullshit. No, 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 no. Bring it back. Bring that shit back. 
bring that beat back, bring that beat back. Now, we ain't going to go skirt now, and we ain't changing the subject. We ain't deflecting now. No, bring that shit back. All right, let's get back to the nitty-gritty. You're a mature adult, right? Yep. You have responsibility, right? You know right from wrong, right? Well, sit your punk ass down. We ain't dealing with this. Now, let's get back to, let's get back to, did you know right from wrong? Do you want to be treated like an adult? Or do you want to have your voting rights stripped away? Do you want to have your ability to earn income stripped away? Do you want the ability to lose your driver's license and because you're an impaired, mentally unstable piece of shit? Yeah, let's take that. Let's, let's get back to brass tacks here. Or are you lazy bum? Are you just a parasite? Let's call it what it is because there's no shaming now. Now I can define you and put you in this box because you said you're mentally unstable. Well, if that's the case where you're mentally unstable, you're not able to function as a true adult. Therefore, you're a child and you're going to be treated like one. All right. What, which way do you want it? Yeah. How do you want it? How do you feel? I must make sure you won't rig a lot of this shit. <laughs> You want me to give you opportunity to be treated like an adult, but now you want to wriggle out and fall to the background, fade into the back because you're mentally unstable. We ain't going to have it both ways. Mm. We ain't going to have it both ways. It's going to be one way or the other. It's going to be black or white. We ain't going to operate in the gray area. No passport for your ass. No bank account for your ass. You don't get to spend money. You don't get to drive a loan. You don't get to have apartment. You don't get to have a job. You don't get to speaking of jobs. Soon as you take all that shit away, then they start shuffling. Okay, I'll act right. Okay, good. Act right. That's what we want you to do. We want you to act right and be responsible. We don't want you to be out here wiggling on out of shit because you know how to get out of it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen. All right. Uh, it's also happening. It's also happening. Check this out. Speaking of jobs, this young lady actually tried to warn us. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear it. When I start selling pussy, I don't want to hear nobody say shit. When you see me on the corner, bitch, mind your business. Okay. Uh, with that being said, check this out. Job listing company indeed to lay off 2,200 employees. Damn. <laughs> well. It's a weird world out there. Let me tell you something, guys. Finding a job has just got more difficult when the job listing company can't even keep their employees. Well, times are changing, guys. You guys better look. Get prepared. Get prepared. Like, who do you send your resume to? Like, who? how do you go on to Indeed and be like, do y'all have jobs? And they'll be like, yes, we can pair you up with uh, various employees that are looking for people just like you. Oh, interesting. Uh, can I get a job at your company? They'd be like, nope. Now nah, we ain't got no jobs. Mm. Wait a minute. You're pairing me up with people looking to hire people, but I can't even get a job at your company. Hold on for a second. Like what in the world are we talking about? <laughs> oh, we're not hiring right now. Wait a minute. That the peak. <laughs> this is the world we live in, man. This is the world we live in. So you best get prepared straggle and sniggle theater he says the fake job postings i swear yeah there's no dude they've been out there just like um ashley madison got busted by uh having the majority of their people you're talking to bots and married men thought they were talking to women setting up um rendezvous and hotels only to be half tricked well these job spaces these job sites allegedly they ain't posting no real jobs they ain't got no real job postings they, they, they post them bot jobs. 
and you just applying for that shit. Applying, apply, apply. I've applied to 50 jobs sitting in your pajamas, <laughs> right? Drinking coffee with your laptop. I'm going to apply for some jobs and fire off my resume everywhere. <laughs> y'all better wake up, man. Y'all better wake up, Straggling Sneaker Theater. Let's get it, man. I know y'all hate how real I am, but look, you can't deny the truth. By the way, when I used to work in college basketball, just to give you a frame of reference, when I worked in college basketball, uh, we had a posting site that all the coaches would go to to find new jobs, right? And um, we would go to this board and we'd be looking and tracking jobs. Oh, this job opened up, this job opened up. But what we learned over time was these jobs were already filled, but they had to post a job for a government reason, right? They were a university, public university. Jobs have to be posted for a certain amount of days, and uh, once that job is posted, then they can hire who they want. So these jobs would open up and be like, oh, this job opened up. And then you'd be firing your resume out. You'd be making phone calls. Call the athletic director. Who do you know? Call that head coach. And you'd be trying to do all this shit. But the job already filled. They already got it. Mm. And then as soon as they know who they're going to hire, they post the job. Then they wait however many days they do need to wait. And then they announce the hiring. Mm. <laughs> yep. You got to be in the network. Uh, you guys know this as well. If you work in a job, um, before they post it publicly, they have to might have they might have to post it within their uh, corporation first. They have to post it for 15 days, and you walk in the lunchroom, and they'll have the posting up on the wall, and you'll be like, "Oh shit, that job opened up." Well, they already feeling it. They, the recruiter has already identified people outside of the corporation to hire, but they have to post it in the corporation first, and then allow you to go through the interview process. They see who the resumes is, they throw them all away, and then they hire who they want. Yeah, you got to do the internal posting. See, these are how the shit works. You got to know the network. It's about who you know, not what you know most of the time. All right. When these jobs hit Indeed and Monster and all that shit, they already feel that they got recruiters. You know, my I have a person that I know in my family that is a recruiter and they be recruiting a ass off, identifying talent, especially if it's a high level job. They already know who they want for the job, bro. Somebody said this should be this should be illegal. Hey, it is what it is. There, th everybody knows a way around the system, and that's one way around the system. They know a job opens up, they identify the talent, then they post. They post for the required time. They drop the the posting, and they hire who they want. Mm. <laughs> this is America. Get ready for this shit. All right, straggling Sniggle Theater, the trailer park edition. And we're going to go over to uh, the trailer park edition. And just notice, no matter what income you're at, you still got to deal with bullshit. And when you don't have leverage and options, <laughs> right? When you have leverage and options, the bullshit that you got to deal with in relationships comes from just terrible looking people. Uh, trailer park edition. Check out this couple. You okay? No, I'm not. He not giving me your baby? <gasps> and she's more attached to me than him. I'll tell you this. I have not once fucking cheated. I do not talk to the neighbors. I barely know you. He's too jealous. He's following you. Is your pussy good? No. I haven't fucked him in months. Because I'm tired of this shit saying I'm cheating. I'm gone for good. See you in court over Bella. Oh, oh, you, you, always are. you don't give a fuck about your kid. You give a fuck about dick. Oh, 
Jesus, man. Oh, the humanity. Oh, no. So, look, it doesn't matter how much money you got, ninjas. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you still dealing with the same bullshit. Everybody knows what stream to pull. Everybody knows how to trigger each other. Everybody knows. So, you thinking that money's going to change your situation. It only changes it so you don't have to deal with cra crazy shit like this. I mean, sorry. Um, it, you just don't have to deal with it from people who look like this, but they're all just about as crazy, right? So look, you got sexless marriage on the table. You got child and custody court being threatened. You got you got uh you got the, you got two busted Pillsbury biscuit can. All right, you got a whole case of Mountain Dew, a whole case of beef jerky. I mean, you got a whole bunch of big what is that Bigfoot beef jerky? You got you got Funyun rings. You got belly deli, saggy, soggy ass titties, a woman prioritizing her peace leave, holding it hostage in the marriage. You got an old reckless ass wife beating wife beater shirt. You got a baby involved. Feelings. What in the world, man? Look, man, go level up. Go level up. You still just because you just because you broke don't mean you're going to avoid the situation. You put up with the same BS. Let's play this again um, and I'll pause it. Look at this. Hey, what city is this? What city is this? This is America right here. This is America. You don't even need a city. Milwaukee's best natty light. You don't even need a city. Just pick a city in America. This is America. You okay? No, I'm not. He not giving me your baby? No. All right, let's stop right there. She, look at this. Just look at this. I mean, listen. Oh, the humanity. Just look at this. <laughs> this is definitely Pizza Hut. Tupelo. Oh man, name a city. This is this is you're gonna hit the nail on the head. This is dude, this is even Southern California. This could be just outside. This is Bakersfield. This is uh this is San Bernardino, Riverside, Corona. All right, this is all of that shit right there. Southern, even Southern California got this. This is on the out. This is Anaheim. Anaheim for sure. All right. Uh why is she not getting her baby? <laughs> She's more attached to me than him. All right, so now she's playing the devouring mother. She's more attached to me than him. So she's going to be a problem. We're talking about also a baby. We have the bait and switch. We have the rug pull. We have the praying mantis uh, with this person right here. And she definitely got some mental dis disabilities. And both of these people do, as you'll see. They paired up and created a baby. Yeah, they did. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> Somebody said, I'm going to still hit it. Oh, my goodness. I mean, I've done it. <laughs> I saw Jim Duggan. Oh, my. Don't tell you this. I have not once fucking cheated. I do not talk to the neighbors. I barely know you. All right. So she hasn't cheated. So you still have this argument going on. You're cheating on me from the dude. I mean, <laughs> she looks like she's sweating right now, dude. I mean, the humidity is kicking her ass right now. Humidity is kicking her ass. She smells like a wet chicken. For sure, you know, you know for damn sure. Yeah, this is the Inland Empire. You know, she look at that, look at the collar on this shirt. You know, she smelled like a wet chicken. All right. He's jealous. He's smuggling. He's jealous. The woman's gaslighting them, instigating, I should say. She's he's jealous. He's following you. He has the baby. He tried to go home. All right, look at this face right here. Oh my goodness. All right, let's see this. Is your pussy good? Oh, that this person instigating is your peace leave good. Mm. Now you know for damn well. 
It's your peace leave good. Wowzers. Whoever's behind this camera, this is definitely Jacksonville. This is Jacksonville, Florida. This sister behind this camera got some damn nerve to ask her, is her peace leave good? Mm. What? I bet you the, the funk of 40,000 years, she has not showered or bathed in a good week working at the Walmart. No, I haven't fucked him in months. All right, so you got that. He hasn't even gave that peace leave up. I'm sure he hasn't reached for it either. I can tell you this is going to smell like the biggest Democratic fish fry you can ever come across. My gosh. Because I'm tired of this shit saying I'm cheating. Who's she cheating with? Um, I'm sure she's cheating. I know there's a brother smashing that shit, right? Yeah, that brother's starving. You know, brothers lined up. I'll hit. Brothers will hit anything. Brothers, hit. there's a brother right there pushing her insides to her esophagus. Let's get in here. I'm gone for good. See you in court over Bella. Uh, now she threatened him with court. <laughs> How she threatened him with court? What kind of child support is she going to get from this guy? Now, we're going to go in and the guy seeing you in court over Bella. I guarantee you he will not show up to court. <laughs> He's not showing up. He already got warrants. Let's see the well, guy. That's how you always are. You don't give a fuck about your kid. You give a fuck about dick. <laughs> so he still, he's, uh, let me take the kid out of the picture. We don't want to show the child. All right. So in this situation, now he's still saying she's cheating on him. This dude right here. With this moldy-ass wife beater. It ain't even fitted. Not a muscle in sight. He ain't got no teeth. He is not showing up to that court appearance. First of all, they're not even going to be able to process serve him. They're not even going to be able to serve him. I, I know he does not have a registered address. On, he's not registered on any damn thing. <laughs> My man holding on to that hairline. At least he's taking care of his kids. At least he's taking care of his daughter. We could give him that. All right. Wow. And she's going to take this dude to court. I often tell you the court is for uh, for Latinos, poor blacks, and trailer park trash. Uh, the, nobody goes to court. All right. They, they, they settle it with their attorneys. All right. The people that have at least an income over $80,000, maybe six figures. You ain't up in the court arguing. Maybe if the wife got less than six figures. All right. But look. You a six-figure ninja. You could just hire your attorney, man. Settle it with this broad. But poor people, trailer park trash, Latinos, and blacks be up in child support fighting for $300 a month. Dragging each other for $350 a month. This guy, this guy is about to be dragged for $98 of child support. $98. What job does he got? <laughs> My man's on disability, too. She about to take him on disability because he limping. I think he got a dead leg. I mean, he's got a severe limp. He's on disability and meth mm. and meth. But she going to take him to court. <laughs> oh, man, this is terrible, man. What mm. is wrong with people out here today? Uh, America, this is you. America, this is you, man, for real. And that's you. You wonder why privileged people move to gated communities away from they're not running from black people they're running from americans and that's you guys check this out hey hey look hey amen i'm gonna talk to the brothers 
if a white guy like that or a white woman like that ever calls you the N-word, just keep it moving. <laughs> they can't help it. You're already ahead of them. You know what I mean? Like, y'all dudes are knocking out. I'm going to knock a white person out in Jacksonville. They call you the N-word. You lose your whole freedom over this dude right here. I'd be like, man, leave them people alone. Them white people have no power over you. Zero. <laughs> leave them alone. Them dude, them people are poor. All right. Them people are donezo. America. America. And that's you. Wow. All right. Shout out to him. Uh, let's get to the sisters. We going to the Quangs. Straggling Sneakle Theater. Quangs edition. All right, Quangs. Let's put y'all up here. Quangs going about to be irate. All right, so these are apparently two Quangs that went out to Applebee's, Chili's, Wiener Schnitzel. I can't even tell. It doesn't look like an expensive meal, but this is typical Quang behavior. Not all Quangs, but a lot of Quangs. Oh, these are Atlanta Quangs. This is another Dine and Dash. All right, let's play it. The manager, what seems to be problem? Everything was nasty. The drink pulled water down. The, 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 the chicken wasn't high. Flat. Okay, now... I'm looking at your order, man. So you ordered two watered down drinks? You ordered two watered down drinks? Yes, sir. It was water. I was thirsty. I still had to drink. But okay. They... Well, what was wrong with the wings? I see that the bones look like marble. So what's wrong with um, the wings? It just wasn't the quality that I was hoping for. As you're eating. Okay. All right. So what can I do to make you guys happy? Because we're all about satisfied customers. I'm not going to be able to pay for this. I'm not paying for this. I'm sorry. But y'all Thank you. Appreciate it. This is why our people can't get along. That, that's fine. I'll take it off the deal, but that's legit. All right. All right. What you have here is a dine and dash. I don't know if this video, this good video could be a skit, uh, but what they did was they used something that is very common, that waiters, waiters, if you work in the food service industry, you know this to be true. All right. There's stereotypes, and then there's truth. Okay. These people ask for drinks. They ask for food. They eat it. And they say, I ain't paying for it. It was bad. The man noticed that you you ordered two watered-down drinks. Oh, I was thirsty. I had to drink something. We drank them, but it was bad. All right, we ate these chicken wings, but they sucked. <laughs> okay, but this is a truth. If you've ever worked the service, I actually know black men and women who work the service, and they say when black women come in, and particularly or groups of big, large groups of black people come in, this is what you have to deal with, and only we can change the narrative. Only we can also tipping becomes an issue. Doesn't matter. Even if it's your own person, typically, if it's a black server, they're going to dick the black server over before they do the white server. All right. I've heard this. I've heard this because they like, okay, thanks for helping us. You hooking us up. Good. And they won't even tip the guy. Good. Well, all right. And so, uh, yes, the old church groups that go out to these uh, restaurants after church where they are like 50 people in the group. They don't want to serve you. They do not want to serve you. Um, and then what will happen is a couple will come in of another race. They'll sit down in the booth. All 50 people in, in the church group sitting down. They have to put all these tables together and get three waitresses off of everybody else's attention. One group will come in. They know what they want to order. It's only two of them. They order their food right away. Everybody else talking and cackling. The person come over. Can I take your drink orders? Oh, I don't know what I want. They take the food over. Oh, what about this? And what about that? No, I'm picking all that shit. The couple that came in of another race ordered their shit. 
They got right to the point. They read the menus. They ordered their shit. Their food comes right before their their food comes before the group of 50 people. Their group, their food comes before the 50 people, but they came after them. The whole restaurant about to be rearranged. Furniture about to be thrown. Arguments. Yelling. Why they food came in first. <laughs> like, well, they came in and ordered it. You came in and was talking and then I interrupt you, order the drinks. Then you waited. I came again. Then all 50, you have to order. Then I have to put the order in. <laughs> it's crazy. But that food industry has no race. It just has people who are dumb. They don't get it. And then dumb people act emotional and say it's a racism. And it's not. It's because you were dragging your feet. They came right in. Not only that. What happens is you order five big pitchers of water, ask for hella sugar and lemons. Can I get lemons on the side? We need 50 lemons. Then you got four pitchers of water and all the sugar in the little sugar container, and they be making lemonade at their own table. Because they know drinks is how the restaurant makes money. Drinks are overpriced at the restaurant. So they be up there making drinks and lemonade at their table with all the sugar and the free lemons. Everybody that works in service knows this trick, but people act like they don't know it. <laughs> and then people act stupid like this. So these women, and it's not just sisters, these women will go to the restaurant and they'll order appetizers. They'll share them. They'll ask for five plates. They'll ask for extra ranch. They'll ask for drinks. They'll water them down. They'll drink them up. They'll eat the food. All oh, the food was bad. I got food poisoning. All oh, the drinks were bad. I ain't paying for this shit. Mm. So whether this, whether yeah, mostly women do that. I've seen this, guys. When women go out to eat with themselves, they be like, we partying. Woohoo. They sit there for four hours at the table. Actually, I had to tell my uh, relative of this because we went somewhere. We were catching up. And what happened was the weights, the the managers and the wait staff kept coming over. We we kind of had finished our food. I want you to listen to this. We kind of finished our food already. So we started to notice every two and a half, three minutes, four minutes, they're like, hey, do you need anything else? Uh, do you want to order dessert? And then they we were like, no dessert. We're finished. We're wrapped up. They leave. Three minutes later, they're like, hey, uh, everything good? Is there anything you want? And so I turned to the person who was a black woman, and I said, listen, we should go. It's time to go. We finished our food. It's time to go. But what they're doing is you're taking up a table. Now, what the other person said to me saying, said, well, there's nobody else that wants the table. Like the, half, the restaurant was half full, right? It was half full. So people walking in could sit in another table. But they were their excuse was, Hey, um, they can sit at another table. And I'm like, you don't know how a business works. You're not supposed to be here for four hours. <laughs> not supposed to be here for four hours, just talking and drinking water and taking up space and all this shit. So it's time to go. You're stealing oxygen. You're stealing money. They're trying to turn, turn the table over. And what's happening is we'll be in our conversation. We'd be in the middle of our conversation and they kept interrupting the conversation. So I got frustrated by the interruptions, and I said, listen, I'm tired of being interrupted. As we are getting into the conversation, they keep sending different people over. They're sending different people over to the table 
Then the whole damn store manager, restaurant manager came over and was like, hey, y'all need something? And I'm like, bruh, it's time to go. It's time to go. And they're like, well, what's the big deal? Guys, man, this is this is the mindset of people. This is the mindset. They just don't get it. <laughs> they just don't get it. You ate. We served you. Get the fuck out. You guys have a conversation. Leave. We're done with you. So, yeah, it means it's time to go. And so, guys, don't people don't understand that. You don't understand it. You think you just sit up in the restaurant talking, cackling, eating rice and bake and, and fry and baked chicken, dividing it up against four women, ordering drinks. All right, that they know at some particular point you're gonna one of you gonna dine and dash, right? What are you going to do something stupid? One of you guys are going to ask for something. Not only that, one of you guys are going to complain about something. The longer you're in there, the more likely you're going to complain about something. So they want to get you out. They don't make the chairs in there so you can sit in there forever. The more likely, if y'all talking, you're going to argue. Sometimes you don't realize that you might be talking, but you, but your conversation spreads to the other table and people start looking at you. What the, what, what the, what's going on? You're distracting the other customers. You're also, their wait staff is actually put, pay, paying attention to you. What else do they need? What How else can I help them? Uh, forget about them. Let them sit there. Well, if they let you sit there, you're going to sit there for three hours. So they constantly have to come back, get your ass out of there. So no bullshit happens. So. This is what people don't get. And when women go together for these brunches and all that, they order the bare minimum rice, three, three, three baked chickens. They dice that shit up on the plate. They spread it out. They sit there for four hours or nursing two drinks and they're waiting for a guy to come pay for it at the end. They're waiting for somebody to save them. And that would be the best case scenario. Oh, we went to lunch and dinner. We drank drinks and we partied and talked for three hours. And some guy paid the bill. That's why they be sitting there. <laughs> That's why they in there sitting in there. All right. Waiting for a savior. And if they don't get it, they turn into these two stragnishas in this skit. We'll show it to you right here. The manager, what seems to be problem? Everything was nasty. Just drink full water down. The, 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 the chicken was in high. Flat. Okay, now I'm looking at your order, man. So you ordered two water down drinks? You ordered two water down drinks? Yes, sir. It was water. I was thirsty. I still had to drink. But okay. They, well, what was wrong with the wings? I see that the bones look like marbles. So what's wrong with um, the wings? It just wasn't the quality that I was hoping for. As you're eating drinks. Okay. All right. So what, what can I do to make you guys happy? Because we're all about satisfied customers. I'm not going to be able to pay for this. I'm not paying for this. She was right. She says, I'm not going to be able to pay for this. We we know this. And um, also, we actually showed you a young lady that said she goes out. And it was a young lady who targeted white men. And so she would go out. She says, I go out to certain restaurants and eat by myself so a man can eventually start a conversation for, with me and pay for my meal. That was her entire intention. So I'm not making the scenarios up. There are people who think like this. And when it happens, they act surprised. Oh, what a nice guy. And you do shit like that. You pay their $90 worth of rice, chicken, and drinks. And you get nothing in the end. You just get the nice guy and a little bit of conversation. I'm not going to be able to pay for it. Obviously not. All right. So let's get into Super Chat capabilities. We got. 
let me see, MC Hamster, normies think the government is not self-serving. Another one of these kind of weird concepts as to why you can't keep begging the government for stuff. They're serving themselves. I mean, I don't know why they, they have no intention of giving you anything. JC's the truth is it ain't no hope for the future. Yeah, it ain't no hope for the future, but there is hope for yourself. Crescendo consulting coach preaching. I'm 30 and work three remote jobs while overseas. Most of my money will go to land and doomsday resources. Noah's metaphor is real. Absolutely. Noah's metaphor is real. The, the story of Noah, Noah right? Uh, it, everybody thought he was dumb for being pre for, for, for preparing. His story is a preparation. Um, and while debauchery is happening, he had foresight to prepare. Everybody laughed at him. Soon as the flood came, now everybody's like, oh, we wish you were you. Oh, uh, what do we do? What do we do now? It's raining. It's flooding. He like, y'all ninja stuck. Mm. All right. Okay. Jay Rodriguez, thanks for all of your work, coach. MGTOW for life and free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to Anthony Allen. He says, always have your purpose first before you have a woman free agent for life. Yes. <laughs> Delta Fox indeed just fired 2,200 people this week. That's 15% of their staff. He says, you can use their website to apply for jobs, but not work for them. Delta Fox, you are ahead of us. But yep, now you can apply for jobs, but you can't apply for a job at their own company. I can't mm. tell you how... Like, how much of a normie do you have to be to not see that? That's actually terrible. Shout out to Blue Pill Patriarch. He says, um, guys from work, wait, guys from work said his baby mama husband or black male husband. Let me let me get the let me get the shit right. Guy from work said his black male husband convinced her to put him on child support, which is nine hundred and eighty dollars a month after eight years. The husband sh deleted himself and or he shot himself in his foot because they were previously talking divorce. All right. So he convinced her to put him on. Some guys do volunteer to put themselves on child support as a strategy. I would not do that because it's kind of like signing up for a mortgage. Um, Long term, you don't know what your income is going to be. <laughs> so if you put yourself on it voluntarily, but your income changes, it's going to be hard to get off. So I don't know if I would put myself on the system like that. But some men do do it as a means to get away, especially if you can negotiate a low, low price. ACDC coach Cletus called me a ninja. He says, got to beat him up. That's a word of advice. Gentlemen, if you're on a subway in New York, like consider the source. If you're on a subway in New York, if you're somewhere in Jacksonville in a liquor store, um, or the corner store, uh, like if you're in a grocery store at the Aldi or the Winn-Dixie, and one of these low-grade pieces of trailer park trash, white people call you the N-word, man, smooth, just walk the hell off. <laughs> like, walk away. Do not, do, not get in the, uh, do not get a charge for this piece of trash, for this toothless meth addict. Do not catch a charge for that. Do not lose your future for a poor person plebe on a subway in New York. They they ain't got shit for you, man. Leave it going. Just keep it moving. Yep. Just let just sniggle at <laughs> just look at them and be like, wow. Man, get yeah, these piggly wiggly ass people. Do not lose your do not get emotional. This person is a low grade 
piece of this, this like degradable human being. They got nothing over you. Now, if I walk in a bank and the bank, the person behind the bank, he work at the bank. Or if I walk into an auto dealership, if I walk into a corporate setting and they call me the N-word, now we got now we got a lawsuit. I still don't need to knock them out. But that's who I want to call me the N-word. <laughs> right? That's who I want to call me the N-word. Oh, wow. Oh, thank the Lord. Hello. I'm about to get paid. If I walk into a real estate office, especially a real estate office, and a real estate agent, I ain't showing your ninja ass nothing. You won. All you got to say at that point is. I'm rich, bitch. He said they gift wrapped you one. You about to get paid. But I always notice the people that's calling you that is trailer park trash. I mean, they ain't going to call you that. They ain't got nothing to lose. Still, he says. When you are a waiter. And you get assigned a section. He says, uh, he says, when you are a waiter, you get assigned a section. So if you get people who stay too long, you lose money on that shift. People don't get it. People don't get that. And actually was a host when I was like uh, uh, 18 for my, my track coach owned a restaurant. And so for the summer, we would work in his restaurant. And so I was a host in his, uh, he owned a Mexican restaurant. So what people don't get is like, say for instance, you walk in, um, you might see empty tables, but that table might be closed. There might not be anybody serving that table um, or or um, a, a certain section might have too many people. So one waiter serving three people and then this waiter only has one. So they're going to put you over here for that server. But then you say, no, I want to sit over there. Now it's four tables to one. Four tables. This server has four tables. This server has one. Right. And so that's what they try to do. They try to move things around, balance it out. Also, for conversation purposes, they know you're going to talk. So why they have people clumped in over here talking over each other. They're loud in this corner. Like there's a whole strategy behind it. Some people get it and they don't care and they act ignorant. Now nah, I want to be over here. They already know you about to be messed up. So it is a it is a thing. And then when you stay too long. You stay too long. Tables aren't opening up over here because we are filling them. But this table's not opening up. We're not filling it, though. Man, it's but people don't care. Again, people don't care. And that behavior is called low grade. This is why you then get the reputation you get. See, you if you say, I don't care, that's why you get treated in restaurants exactly how you get treated. Because you just represented a group of people. Now you've got a negative stereotype and everybody be like, oh, here they come. Just remember that when you say, I don't give a shit. Just remember that next time you get bad service. Remember that <laughs> it is what it is. You earned it. But look, I always say, and tower just said it when it comes to food, I do what people do. I mean, whatever you want, because these people have power over their, my food. I will not mess around and piss off the waiter, the owner, the host, or the cook. I'm not trying to piss them off. If I came to eat, I am not trying to piss off anybody in there. <laughs> right? I don't want no problems, man. Hey, man, where you want me to sit? I'll sit over there. Okay, you want that? Okay, give me. Okay, yeah. I ain't trying to piss off nobody because they they got they got food that they're preparing in the back that I don't know what the hell's going on. But people don't get that. And trust me, they talk shit about you. They talk mad shit about you. Where are we at? <laughs> All right. 
Daniel says, Daniel McGee, I go to places where most folks can't go. <laughs> That's exactly true. Capitol Grill, Ruth Chris, Matt Wins, etc. Just to avoid being embarrassed by my low-class ninjas. Indeed. Yep. And you, when you walk in there, you got you to gotta be prepared because they're going to judge you even by, even by you think you're separate from this group. They're going to judge you, but you have to counter. You have to counter and be prepared to overcome whatever uh, stereotype they have about you. It's just a part of life. So they're like, oh, what are, what are you doing in here? All this and that. And then you got to overcome it. You got to be extra and all of that stuff. It, it goes a part of the game. It's a part of the game. Uh, Jahan says, thanks to you, coach. I decided to keep my dad's lawn business. I inherited it after he died. And I, hopefully you're able to pay other people to do the work eventually so that you don't have to and you can focus on other things. But yes, keep that business. If it has a book of business, what you bought is the book of business, right? You bought the clientele and the access to the clientele and keep a percentage of them. And that's easy money, easy money. Right? Shout out to Chris. And he says, uh, we'll, we'll call you Mo. He says, shout out to the coach gang and thank you for that. We'll give you a co-sponsorship. Shout out to Rodney. He says, tell us Pookie Power. And they get, he says, tell us Pookie Power. And they get all women. All right. Pookies get all the women. I don't know. They get a lot of them, though. Michael K. He says, those, so there's no avoiding judgment day, huh? Gold. Yes. Uh, gold will help in crises. Crises. Right. Don't be like, oh, gold's going to help me in as an investment. It just helps with crises. That's what I think here. Um, yeah, Judgment Day, there's no avoiding it. Shout out to Big Buck. What was your first car? Mine was a 73 Beetle. Mine was an 84 Mazda. All right, 84 Mazda. All right, that I got. Well, the first car that, car that I bought, though, was like a Ford. They don't make them anymore. It was like a Ford 500, something like that. It looked like a Taurus, but it was like a supposedly a classier Taurus. It was like a Ford 500, something like that. That was the first car that I bought. I probably got graped. I probably got straight graped. <laughs> I don't even know what the interest, the APR was on that one. I think I got bent over. But what happened was I was um, working as an uh, assistant coach at Southern University. And they had a thing that they would give assistant coaches. Like every college, as you work up, they either give you a car bonus where they would pay you in a car salary or they'll have you access cars or loan out cars from dealerships that want to associate with the university. So essentially what happened was my first six months there, I had a loaner car. All right. From a, a dealership, a Ford dealership that associated with Southern university. But I don't know what happened. Um, the guy, one of the last loaner cars I had, he was like, Hey, we got to take all the cars back. I don't know what happened. So many of the coaches had to get their loaner car back, but I didn't have a car. Right. So then I was like, I don't have a car. Yeah, I had a car stipend. When I was at San Jose State in Stony Brook, I had a car stipend, like $500, $600. They gave me a car stipend. Um, so, but at Southern, they gave me a loaner car. But then they start taking all the loaner cars back. <laughs> so then I had to buy a car like in an emergency. Never buy a car in an emergency. Never buy a car in an emergency. Never be like, I got I to gotta leave with a car today. Never do that. You about to get great. You about to get great. Uh, anyway. 
Shout out to Anthony. He says, hey, CGA, last night I read an article about how a woman was claiming to have been groped in the metaverse. Yes, he says, I guess rents already do. That was earlier on. Your yeah. rents do, motherfucker. That was earlier on. That was right away in the metaverse. Uh, we got Douglas in the building. Thank you, man, for that cash app. And Jay Smith, Joshua's in the building. All right, biblical names for the win. All right, we got one more. Let me check out Venmo, then we'll get back to the show. And now I kept that car for not very long. We got Miles says, walk past a Dita in the grocery store, and that bitch smelled like she smelled delightful. Almost thought of cold approaching. This brother out here starving. Hey, yeah, that brother's starving. I'm going to tell you what you smelled. I'm going to tell you what you smelled by, by, by a uh, person that has had history growing up around gorditas. What you smelled was shampoo. All right, shampoo. I bet you she had long, 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 dark, curly hair. Not like tight curls either, but she had like that curly, bouncy hair. You smelled shampoo. And maybe yeah, you smelled that herbal essence. Gordita chicks. They be having the smelliest stuff. You got to watch out for them. They be smelling like candy. Yeah, Delta Fox. They be smelling like candy. They be rubbing all that damn Bath and Beyond lotion on them all day. All day. They be rubbing lotion on them. Smelling, glittering shit. They be putting that shampoo. They get out of the shower with that shampoo. Mm, you walk out, they be spraying perfume by the minute. By the minute. They, they always trying to smell good. They always trying to smell good. You walk by, you walk by, and you be like, they put that hairspray in Aquanet. They constantly just dousing themselves and smell good. Now, here's where the trick is. This is the trick. Once you take off all them clothes, the funk of 40,000 years is about to hit you hard. You ain't never smell what you about to smell. Once <laughs> you get into that bedroom, all that herbal essence in Garnier, all of that lotion, all of them, all of that is about to skedaddle. You ain't going to smell none of that no more. You know what you're going to smell? I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. It's going to smell. You're going to have to open windows. Midstream, you're gonna have to open windows, bruh. You're gonna be opening your front door, your smoke alarm gonna be going off. It's about to smell like whoa, corn nuts. You're gonna be looking at her feet, them bear paws. Corn is her feet gonna smell like corn? It's gonna be like the whole Pepe Le Pew scent coming off the feet. You're gonna be like, oh my god, then you're gonna realize why she smells so good. So be prepared. <laughs> be prepared. You're going to be like, damn. Because, <laughs> hey, while she putting all this on, she had her medical assistant job in them, um, in them, uh, why do I even, I always uh, forget what it's called. What do the nurses wear? I always forget it. She been in them, she been sitting on that thing. She been sitting on that thing for hours. She didn't go tamp that down. She didn't put no squashy on that. She in her scrubs all day. 
just sitting on it. Putting on lotion, washed her hair that day, and she came straight over to the crib. You took them scrubs off, wham, started. I know I don't. Marinating. <laughs> you just marinating. And she done ate all kind of stuff from the taco truck. Rosalinda's truck done pulled up. She done ate that. She been eating on that all day. <laughs> you take off the bra, you smell under her arms. She like, was you playing basketball all day? Why? What is going on, man? You got to throw them in the shower when they go straight to the shower. Straight to the shower. Go in the shower. Come on back out. Simmering, simmering. You like, whoa, my God! Uh, so all of that, all of that lotion, all of that Bed Bath and Beyond or Bath and Body Works, that ain't gonna cover what you' about to uncover. You' about to uncover. Yep, eating spicy Cheetos and uh, all of that stuff, Doritos with the extra salsa on it. She been eating salsa. <laughs> all right, <look>. <laughs> <laughs> this crazy, bro. You got to watch out, man. Don't get tricked. My man walking in the grocery store talking about I, this gordita smell good, bro. Hey, look, it's all shampoo and lotion and perfume. Do not get do not get tricked. I've been tricked. Yeah. Eating them Takis, eating them Takis, spicy Takis all day. Onion rings, Funyun rings with the with the with the with the with the red sauce on it. <laughs> do not. I've been tricked many, many times. Trust me, I'm an old dude. I've been tricked too many times, bro. Straight to the showers. Straight to the shower. Get all that. <laughs> Do not get yeah, tricked. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, they good at that. They super good at that. And their hair is so thick, it stays, that shampoo smell stays in their hair. Sisters don't be, see, sisters don't, don't do, they don't know this trick. White girls know this trick too. They, they do the same thing, but. It's that the, that their hair is so thick, the shampoo smell stays in their hair. He said too many times. I've been tricked. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> I've been tricked many, many times. You go to their crib and you like, wow. Anyway, let me stop. Somebody said, Jacob says, I noticed it's mostly BWs and ninjas that act like that when it comes to restaurant etiquette. Why is that? I don't know. I, I don't know why people continue to do this behavior in the restaurant um, and, and they think it's cute or they think they're getting over on the restaurant. They don't know that this is going to have a long lasting effect because I got to overcome that, whatever that is. And um, it's many times it's many. I don't know. Black women, y'all need to figure this shit out. Maybe y'all need to work as servers. That's what it is, because they go in there and they piss off everybody <laughs> like they go in there and piss off everybody. And then they wonder why they get treated the way they treated. It's like a sad moment or they act defensive about it. I, listen, I even have black female family members that do it. And I'm like, why are you doing this? Like chill, chill. Like don't do just, just like even to the point of this, because we're just talking even to the point of this, they'll go in there. They'll ask the, the the server. They'll start having conversations. Boomer people tip, typically do this as well. They'll talk to the waiter. Like the waiter don't got shit else to do. Oh, how's it going? Uh, mm, uh, how's the shrimp scampi? 
Do you like the shrimp scampi? Oh, yeah. Oh, I see you smile laughing. What are you thinking? Of? What were you thinking about when I ordered the shrimp scampi? I thought you were just, yeah, I, I know. Uh, where did you grow up? You know, like, they don't, man, man, give me your damn order. Get the hell out of here. Get, give me your order. I'm going to put the food there. Eat the food. Get out. <laughs> Having a whole ass conversation and shit. Then the shrimp scampi comes out. Oh, damn. I wanted the Salisbury steak. I wanted the Salisbury steak. Is it possible? I know. I was feeling the shrimp scampi. You suggested it, but now I want the Salisbury steak. Can you take this back? I'm like, man, I'm going to have food poisoning for sure. I'm about to have food. And that was after 30 minutes of sitting there, not ordering anything. The person already came back three and four times. You ready to order? You ready to order? Oh, I haven't looked at the menu yet. You ready to order? Oh, shit, we were talking. Hold, can, can you hold up? <laughs> like, I'm like, we about to get our food ran through. Then at the end of it, no tip. At the end of it, $2 on the uh, table, $2.38 tip on the table, if that. And I'm like, well, you can't tip $2. The bill was $64. Well, what's wrong with $2? I'm like, I mean, for the bus boy, that would be fine. But 20% is kind of standard. So it's $6 times 2, 12, 20%. You know what I mean? Just $12. They were nice. They were on time. Just throw in 15 bucks. It's just 15 bucks. Your bill's now 80-something dollars. I ain't paying no 15. I'm not going to pay no $15 to nobody for bringing me my food. It's their job. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, man. I'm never going to eat with you ever again. And then when I say I'm never going to eat with you again, you mad and offended. Well, what's wrong? And you sat there for four hours. They missed two tables. Because you sat there for three or four hours. They missed two other tables that they could have churned and burned. But no, you sitting there for three hours nursing a drink. I tell you, man, people are classless. I'm like, dude, I'm going to eat by myself. You guys are embarrassing, man. <laughs> this is embarrassing. But then they mad when they go to the next restaurant and they get treated like this. Why are they treating us like this? Well, <laughs> you don't have to tip. Tipping is uh, uh, tips, tipping's optional. I'm like, oh my lord! I mean, dude, this is this is crazy, man. Yep, looking at the bill, did I didn't order that? Well, there was four. There's four lemonades on there. The two you gave me was watered down. Hey, can you pull that off? Can you pull this off? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you split the tab? Mm. Somebody says every race has this form of behavior. Yes, and it's not just blacks. It's not just black women. There, there are just low class people. They're low-class people. It's not just black women, but I typically have experienced that when I was a child going into my teenage years with that group of people. But it's just low-class behavior, period. And it's tacky. And you were loud the entire time. And you were super loud, distracting other people's dining experience. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> right? Anyway. All right. Laughing and cackling. All right, doing the whole cackling thing, doing this right here. The whole conversation sounded like this. Yep. Anyway, let's get to the show before we piss any more people off.
All right, let me see here. We got uh, it's an evil world we live in. This will be an interesting segment here. Segment here. We haven't got to the main event. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bernie Mac's daughters TV show daughters. Bernie Mac TV show daughters are out here living in these streets. So it's not you know I know a lot of you guys like man the junior college is not that bad. Well check this out. Somebody shared this says right here. Uh, the neighborhood's uh, Camille Winbush responds to fans calling out. Her and former co-star D.D. Davis were joining OnlyFans. Quote, I don't have any baby daddies. All right, that's what she says right here. And uh, both of these two young, young ladies that appeared on the television show with Bernie Mac, rest in peace, are now OnlyFans girls. Guys, the junior college is Liddy. Junior college is Liddy. I know you're like, no, 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 it's crazy. So they're saying right here, Bernie's rolling in his grave. I don't really care about all that. I just know that this is the new form of monetized women. Women are monetized, guys. I know you guys are trying to get them for free and struggling with them, and some are succeeding part-time. You're saying it's a numbers game. You go one or two for 100, and you think you're getting it for free. Well, I'm out here batting a 1,000, all right, with no headaches and paying cheaper. You out here don't realize that they're monetized. It says the trolls are hungry again. And she's been she's been doing this. One of these girls have been doing this for quite a long time. So she's now saying, oh, the trolls are hungry again. So here's some food for thought. I've never been arrested, never been on drugs, don't have any baby daddies. I pay all my taxes and I drink water and mine the business that pays me. And I ain't mad at them. See, one, a lot of guys are mad and they're like, oh, these guys, it's just the new time. It's just the new day we're in, and I predicted that we would be in this day. So this is why I'm not surprised. This is why I'm able. Remember, everything's about adjusting, not fighting. You guys want to fight the NWO? New, 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 new world order. There's no fighting them. You're going. They got it planned. Uh, I, I, I've actually been telling you, modern prostitution. Prostitution is going to be modernized. It's going to be a new way around it. I've been saying it for a long time. I wrote about it, and here we are. So now I'm like, I expected us to be here. No big deal. Okay. But a lot of people still find that this is a big deal. And it's not that this is just another option for women who have been told that this is a form of freedom. And uh, I'm glad they're making money. All right. And of course, they could get folded up. All right. They could get folded up. But at the end of the day, this is the new form. And it's not the new form. It's actually the oldest form. This is why I wrote the book, De-Evolution. I said women would de-evolve. De into the oldest profession. We would transact things like we did in the past. So it's not the new form. It's actually us reverting back to the past. This is why I titled the book De-Evolution. Women are de-evolving from how we told that they were. Not all women, but uh, the most of them are. This is why you see Instagram filled up with women just showcasing themselves. It is the modern-day prostitution. The oldest profession is what it is. And people got to pay bills and rent. So your rent's due, motherfucker. Love is gone, guys. Romance is gone for the not for all of us, but the vast majority of us. It's gone, gone. You ain't never getting it. You're never getting it. <laughs> if you do get it, it's temporary. It's not for life. No, it is not. All right, and you can judge them if you want, but that's not going to stop them. The bills need to be paid. Your rent's due, motherfucker. All right, uh, let's get to this one right here. We have feminism falling on his face, so we'll show it. It's quite the laughter. All right, so you have two uh, military people here. I'm not sure what country, 
but this is written in another language. I don't even know how to translate it. But of course, they virtue signal. They put this young lady up. Uh, let's have the woman pull the cannon. All right. For our ceremony. All right. It will be great if we show representation and equality, how we progress to have women in the military. Oh, yeah, let's do that. OK, for the ceremony, we'll have the woman pull the string for the cannon. All right. Let's get into it. No. 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 Se la corda Yo lo siempre he dicho. Now, if this was the battlefield, we all be dead. We all be dead. It'll be like, oh shit, hey man, hey, I said fire the damn cannon. Come on, man, hey, fire, man, they hitting us, man. And all I can hear over my head is this. Now, this is what happens when you virtue signal. Everybody knows that they, you know, in the time of battle. When, when we have to get the shit popping, she would not be anywhere in sight. Nobody would put her on that job. We'd be all dead. All right. So we know this. But when they do these things to virtue signal and show we can do it, too. We have the strength. You don't. Let, let's just know your role and shut your mouth. All right. That's how it works. But we got to do also let them, you know, we want a chance to we want our turn. And it just happens that. Not all people are capable of it, and it is what it is. All right, let's de evolve. Uh, show me what that neck do. Now she needs help, of course. She needs help. Now, this ninja over here, look how he shuffled. He's like, Damn, this is embarrassing. We're all dead now. <laughs> I guarantee you, I haven't seen this video yet. One pull, I guarantee. And bless her heart, she tried 50 times. But we got to play their little game because we're being nice. I'm not being nice no more. I'm not playing your little game. Step to the side, ma'am. Step to the side. No, we ain't got no time to experiment, but I can do it. Sit down. <laughs> right? People are like, damn. I don't I'm not playing this experimental game. I got real life skin in this game. I got stuff to lose here. You want to virtue signal and say all people are equal and all men are equal and we can get the same. I'm not experimenting with my life. All right. Y'all can play this little game because you ain't got shit to lose. I got everything to lose. So I'm not playing here. Sit down. Know your role. Be quiet. No, I'm not letting you try. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no, not on my watch. You can do this when you're by yourself. Sit down. But I'm the bad guy. All right. Anyway, we got lives on the line and we got her over there sh sh <laughs> shuffling. I can't get it. Can you help? We all dead now, lady. All right. Let's go to the next one. Ayana Von Zant. Ayana Von Zant. 
has made the news, and allegedly she's now offering herself up to a polyamorous relationship. And of course, I told you as well, polyamory is going to be the mainstream. And yes, I said it before your favorite content creator said it. All right. So don't tell me somebody said it before you, coach. No, no, no. CGA been on top of this shit. And of course, this woman here, after she's been hit the wall at warp speed, she's like, I really don't care. What I care about is to make sure I got a roof over my head. I don't want to give my husband no sex no more. All right. I don't give a damn. And there's also the vice versa of this couple where there's two uh, two men and one woman. I've also told you that's going to be prominent because men are struggling in relationships and they'll take an open relationship. They'll take a poly. All right. Or it's a difference between nothing and poly. So let's hear her explain why she's down with, they say polygamy, but what it is is polyamory. All right. It's not even polygyny. All right. Many times, but let's continue. What do you think, <laughs> what do you think about uh, people who are into like the, the polygamy nowadays? Those those relationships with well see i'm old so i could do polygamy i would just want her to be younger so he don't have to be bothering me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> go over there she's 42 i'm 70 go and take your butt on over there <laughs> <laughs> <I didn't know. laughs> you can do that yeah oh yeah okay okay you know what you joking are you serious what do you think the benefits no, could I'm be very serious really oh uh, yeah i could do that mm -hmm. I, when I was younger, I couldn't because I didn't know who I was mm -hmm. and I didn't understand the value and the purpose of a relationship. So when I was younger, I didn't do cheating. I didn't do cheating, but I could do polygamy. I could, I could be one of other wives in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Really, I couldn't have done that when I was 30 or 40. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I was, I ended up marrying a man who was a polygamist. My second husband was came out of a polygamous relationship. And at that time, I thought, you know, you're cheating. I still don't do cheating. Mm -hmm. If we're going to do that, it has to be an open conversation and agreement. But you sneaking around the corner with, you know, Chris Damata, uh-uh, mm -hmm. no, no, I don't do cheating. Because mm -hmm. you know why? It's dishonest. I agree. And if you're going to lie to me, then I can't trust you. Mm -hmm. But if we sit down and this is what we want to do, I like it because you be over there sometime. I'll be over here. I don't have to cook. I save my toilet paper. You don't have to <laughs> my toothpaste. You know, go on, go on, have you. And I don't think we can tell people who they can and cannot love. I And I, if I love you and you're saying this is what you need to support satisfy yourself, why would I say no to that? Because mm. I know who I am as a woman. And I don't know if it's possible for one person to satisfy every need another person has. And if the other person is willing to say, well, this is what you give me, I'm willing to set, that's fine. But if we're together and I'm not living up to everything you need and that's what you need to take care of yourself. I know most Western women are hearing me now and they are like, she done lost a rabbit. Oh yeah, they ain't ready for this conversation. You give no, me No, but it's on. true. I'm about to subscribe to the off spot. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, in other words, to wrap you in my warm embrace and I make it last forever, yes, babe. I catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap you in. 
So, gentlemen, if you don't haven't caught up yet to CGA and somebody said Isaiah said it before me and you're absolutely right. And in these days, seven women shall take hold of one man saying we will eat of our bread. We will have our own apparel. Only let us call be called by thy name to take away our reproach. Guys, this is this is where we're going and it is economical. It is somewhat subject. Uh, uh, a, a a a an adjustment from feminism, right? That has allowed them to have sexual freedom, economic freedom, power in a sense. Marry, divorce men, take from the starter husband, build with the second man, third man, marry them, age, get the protection and shelter, turn off the sex picket, and be like, I don't care what you do. I'm 60, 70 years old. I'll turn my head the other way. You can have a younger woman as long as you'll leave me alone and keep me protected, right? Secure, protect, keep me in the position. Guys, we're changing the definition of relationships, and it's based on economics, not love, not tradition. And be, let's be honest, the, the idea of traditional dating and marriage is a new concept. It is not tradition. It's the tradition from 80 years ago. Otherwise, it is We've been primarily a prostitution, courting, marriage, and polygynous society. Polygynous society, where powerful men shared multiple women. The men below got none, and we're approaching that as well. We're actually de-evolving back to the traditions of not monogamy, not romance, not traditional dating, where you take a strange woman out to a restaurant, we're de-evolving. We're going back. Why? Because the economics are that way. You follow the economics, you will figure out where we will be with marriage, relationships, dating, childbearing, and so forth and so on. So marriage has been done for a long time. You know who's been holding on to it? Ugly women and men. <laughs> you know, they're you're clinging to it. Why? Because you need it. You need it. Otherwise, you don't survive out here. You're clinging to it. How come men can't do this? How come women can't do that? How come women won't cook and clean? How, how come men won't pay for dates? You're clinging to it. The economics, though, doesn't support it. Feminism has opened up economics to women. So why do, why do they need marriage? They may want a marriage. Why do they need it? But they've also been playing the gray area. I have my own economics, but you'll still play traditional role that I can manipulate and capitalize. Guys, you kind of got to catch up. I got got to catch up. This is where we're going, and it's only going to get worse. I've said this early, early on, many, many years ago. It's only going to magnify. And when I say worse, it's going to be worse for you clinging on to the old ways of the economic structure of single income, supportive family, so forth and so on. That shit is gone. Fly that plane. Fly that shit. Gone so to the point, you can't even work one job by yourself and support yourself. You can barely do that. You can barely do that. What would two income and two adults do? Not much. What would two? He says, you warned us about this, coach. Yep, I said, Polly, I've been saying it. I got videos back. that I said, two incomes and two adults can barely make it. You can barely make it. So now you're going to have to come up with some other shit. Exceptions to the rules. Go back to the past. What did people do in the past? Oh, okay, okay. That's coming back. 
This is going to be our next 50 years. It's going to be our next 50 years of relationships. So get used to it. Celibates, women selling their parts for temporary gain, men finding that buying it for temporary need is better than putting up with her. Men cannot support those women. Men won't put their future income on the line for that woman anymore. Men, men aren't doing that. Men aren't marrying women that have like Hooters waitresses anymore. Why? Because a Hooters waitress, he can have fun with temporarily as opposed to marry her. He won't even date her anymore. Why? Because he doesn't need to date her. He doesn't need to date her. He doesn't need to even go to the point where, hmm, I wonder if she likes me. It's not necessary anymore. It's not necessary. So he's like, why would I do that for this person? She's kind of broke and broke minded. Nope. But I can have fun with her. Why? Because she's putting herself out there. She's on OnlyFans. Yes, she is. <laughs> and at Hooters or strippers. She's stripping and on OnlyFans and has a sugar daddy. You don't need to. Somebody said solutions. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> guys, 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 guys. I don't know when you hear this. I'm giving you the solutions. There's no stopping this train. I'm giving you the solutions. The free agent lifestyle is the solution. Get ahead of this. What you're asking for when you say solutions is you want me to pull the shit back 30 years. You want me to pull it back 30 years and stop the train. You want me to stop and talk to all the women and say, all right, stop, stop with this bullshit. Stop with the feminism. Stop with the selling and stop with the Instagram modeling and stop. You want me to stop them. You want me to pull out some sort of asteroid where I can pop, stop these women from doing what they're doing. There's no stopping them. If there's a woman that decides I'm not going to do this, which is difficult for her to decide, she's basically saying, I'm not going to capitalize on the open marketplace. I'm going to wait for a traditional man. She's going to be waiting for decades. So she's choosing that. She's going to be in and out, used and pumped and dumped, and then eventually she'll get a simp by 35 or 50. She's wasted time. Then you have men. Men are, what, what, what do I call it? They're undercutting you right now. They're undercutting you in all possible ways with attractive women. Now, also, there's a bunch of these also men that are also using those women for recreation, a.k.a. free. But they're wasting a lot of time and they have nothing else to show for it. So that's their passion. That's actually their goal in life is to bed attractive women. Well, if they ask 100 of them, they're certainly going to get one or two of them for free. Now, there's other guys that's also willing to say, I'm not going to do the $100 women game. I'll pay her directly go. And that woman will do both of those lives while still trying to find a husband. Guys, they can do this now. 10, 20 years ago, they could not do this. Today, they can do this. Where do you want me to stop it? <laughs> I've been telling you, there's no stopping this. They can also have a man, a boyfriend at home, and he can be, they can be in a poly relationship. She can have a whole woman coming. Guys, there's no stopping this. The Bible talked about this. We're here now. So if you want me to stop this and tell women to stop the bullshit and leave their corporate job and get off OnlyFans and stop posting themselves on Facebook and Instagram and go be wives and go get barefoot and pregnant and deal with your broke ass, 
where you ain't got shit to provide for her. She's like, why would I deal with you? Why? Because I'm a man. So <laughs> you think that's the solution? It ain't. I'm sorry. We're in a new day. We're in a new day, guys. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> yes, they're going to hit the wall. They're going to fumble the bag. They, dude, I, let me tell you another story. I know I'd be going off today. I'm going to tell you another story. Chick hit junior college chick. Hit her up. We meet. She she ain't finessing. She just orders some. She just orders a Caesar salad. We chilling. She's like, yeah, you know, I've been doing this for you know since I was very young, and I had a guy met a guy. Um, he was older in his fifties. She messed around with him. She got in a little bit of a, a a thing where she she allegedly went off the rails, and she was like, the guy was like, look, you kind of off the rails. He cared for her. He gives her fifty thousand dollars. Yes, this flatback Becky. Got $50,000 from a sugar daddy in the past. And then she told me the story. She told me the story. She said, oh, I immediately got breast implants. I had fun. I treated my girls out to dinner and lunches and brunches. And I blew through the money. She said, I blew through the money. What do you think she did next? What do you think she did next? See, this is the story that the women don't see coming because you think they're winning, but they're going to hit a point where they end. It's going to be a car crash at the end. What do you think happened when she ran through the money? Yep, here it is. She went back to the source again. And she went back to the guy and said, yeah, I blew through that money. Do you have any more? Because obviously he gave her the 50 grand. She went back. Now, here's where the story where women in, right? So you're going, well, women are winning. Nope, this is where it messes up. Because she went back and said, I want more. Thank you very much. You have it. Can you give it again? And he says, this is where I teach you the lesson. And he says, never, never uh, take opportunities for granted. Never take opportunities for granted. You had the opportunity of a lifetime and you blew it. You gets no more. And he cut her ass off. You have most most of you men would never get that opportunity. You would never get that opportunity. What you have to understand is women get these opportunities up front. The sad part is they never take advantage of it by doing the shit that they're doing today. Then when the wall comes and the father time hits their ass. They got to spend the next 40 years atoning for their sins. Oh, it gets ugly. Then they turn into Ayana Van Zandt going, I have to accept that my husband who could replace me and kick me to the curb, even though she has her own money, she could lose all of that. And she knows that. So she has to have young women be invited into her bedroom. She has to have it. She cannot stop it. Yeah, the tables flip. They have the power now to do this monetization game and have poly and have fun. And it looks great, but the time runs out. The tables turn, the table flips, and now the guy has the advantage. So she knows she's done. She can't go out there. She don't have the leverage anymore. Now, this is the story. This is always the story. So you might think you want the solution is for me to stop them, but you want them to learn the lesson. 
the hard way instead of us forcing them and protecting them from it. This is the benefit of feminism. We can no longer protect them. The protection has been removed from us and in place to the government and society and the media. That's where they want to march. Let them march. If you want to not participate, leave it alone. But the time where we can be walking in the spirit of Elijah warning women is gone. Our protection has been removed. Let them do what they do. And if you want to participate in the debauchery, go ahead. It's cheap as hell. You can get what you want. You can call it. You can get the finest women in the world for very, very low prices right now. Right now. Trust me. You don't have to commit to them. You don't have to date them. You don't have to do anything. You can have her right now. Order up like a Domino's pizza. Or you can go to nightclubs and walk around and waste your time. Or you can go out here hoping that this woman gets it and marries you. But those days are gone, gone. And you just have to buckle up for the ride and prepare. Some of you guys will go and get, date a low-grade woman and marry her. More power to you. Half of y'all will get divorced, statistically. And she'll stick you for your paper <laughs> right quick. So look, choose your path. Choose your path. There's no longer any shame in our country in our culture anymore. Shame has been removed and we have gray areas. There used to be shame for a woman who act like these women are acting in this world. There's no more shame. There used to be shame for paying a woman directly for her services. That shame is gone. Only black, poor black men are putting this shame out here. Only poor black men are putting this shame out in the world. And you're losing. Not only are you losing, you're losing your women. There's no more shame. You can do what you want. You can get it how you want it. Right? And that's the world we live in until it changes, until the economics of this change. That's the only solution. Hot girl summer will be here. Spring has sprung. Here comes hot girl summer, and y'all going to be out here mad. Listen. There used to be a time where you had to go to the grocery store to get groceries. Do you have to do that now? No. Do you want me to go back to the time where you had to go to the grocery store? I can't stop it. People can go to Amazon delivery. You can go to Target and pick up your shit. Just pull up in the lane. They'll come polish it up into your car. We're not going back to the good old days. Only boomers are in the grocery store. Only people who need two bags of chips are in the grocery store. You don't have to do it no more. We're not going back either. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you want? You want me to stop it? Want me to tell everybody in the parking lot? Why don't you get your lazy asses up and get in the store and shop? It's gone. Why would they do that? They're like, why? That's what that's what people are doing in the relationship marketplace now. It's it's over. What do you want me to do, man? Y'all want me to save the world? I'm not here to save the world. I'm here to watch it burn and get my money out of the damn thing. All right, and get whatever I need to get out of there. I'm not the savior. <laughs> I'm not your savior. Kevin Samuels, y'all tried to have Kevin Samuels save y'all ninjas, and he turned up dead. All right, listen. <laughs> we hitting y'all with this truth. You know what the savior is? I gave you the free agent lifestyle and de-evolution. That's what's going to save you. I'm not here. To, I'm not going to kill myself trying to save y'all lazy ninjas because y'all want shit to go back to where it was easy for you. It ain't easy no more. Dating coaches don't have jobs no more. 
They don't have jobs no more. They steady trying to sell y'all hope and dreams. But they out here trying to wonder why y'all ain't listening to them. <laughs> here we go. Why do you have to listen to them? Speaking of, should we talk about Reggie Jackson? Nah, we'll skip the Giselle. Oh, no. You know what? You know what? We'll skip that segment. We'll go, we'll go to the Super Chats. We'll go to the Super Chats. Hope strategists, y'all out here losing y'all mind. Go get some damn money, all right? For real. Stop worrying about women. Women are never going out of style. They will never, they will be the last species of human beings. We'll be all gone, and they'll be still here. They live longer than us. They'll never be out of style. So they ain't going nowhere. You know what's going, so, you know what's going somewhere with you guys? Time. You're losing time. You're wasting opportunities trying to get these women to understand to take your no-going-anywhere asses. Listen, they don't have to do that no more. <laughs> uh, we'll get back to the show here. Let me do this. They don't have to be with you because you talk nice. They don't have to be with you out of obligation they don't need you no more to live in your one-bedroom apartment with your futon on the floor and Captain Crutch crumbs and Dorito crumbs and Funyun ring crumbs all over the floor. They don't need to do it. They don't need to love you. They don't. They don't even need to fake it. <laughs> but y'all think y'all can just get you a woman. I deserve a woman. No, you don't. In the history of the world, it has never worked that way. Only in recent history has that worked. You know why? You know why? You know why it worked that way? Because there was a necessity. We needed communities. We needed to support each other. We were a new world. We didn't have anything. It was a man's world. Women couldn't just type for 300 years and go get a job in an air conditioning uh, apartment, log cabins, TPs, Native Americans had to be fought off. Wars had to be won. Mexicans had to be driven back down to the southern border. Blacks had to be enslaved. But y'all here, I deserve a woman. Mm -hmm. I, you know, not anymore. You don't. But we needed to build what we have now. But now we have a stable society for now. Now we have jobs that women can do and go to and get paid. Now we have comfort. Now we have complacency. Now we have weak people. We have laziness. We, we have what we want and need at this particular moment. We don't need love or the fake love. We don't even need to pair off. We don't even need to pair off anymore. A woman had from between age 16 to 18 to find a partner. Or she was done. We have now metropolises with millions of people. Before she had 30 people to pick from. Now she has 300 million plus everybody worldwide. She can hold out as long as she wants. She can manifest who she wants. You don't have small communities and neighborhoods where you just could. You needed to take a horse. You needed to take a horse and go through the damn desert. All right, she could just pick. 
and just get on her phone or go out to the club or go on Instagram or open up to the world, sell herself as long as she wants. And also have the miracles of modern science to inject poison into her body to look like a young woman. They got the damn world at their hands. You, on the other hand, <laughs> you got an airline ticket. You got a passport. You got the ability to earn money. You have time on your side. You can move from one area to the another. You can fly a girl into your damn apartment. It is what it is. Those days are gone, gone. She got the telephone. You got options. As long as you got money. If you got no money, you got hope. I hope I approach 100 women and two of them sleep with me. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. You're going to waste a whole bunch of time. And I'm going to tell you what you're going to look like. <laughs> this show's already off the rails. <laughs> All right. You know what you're going to look like after many years of banging free women? Oh, yeah. I'm going to show it. Once you turn this age, you're going to look like this guy. Do-rag, wooden teeth, drooling, drunk off, the wit drunk off free uh, alcohol that he snuck in the Hooters. You're going to look just like this guy. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old. And you have some big motherfucking titties. You know why? Because your true value is in your Johnson, in your sexual performance, and it's sad. That's where your value is. That's how you brag about things. Oh, I get it for free. My value is in my sexual performance. My value is between my legs. And that's all you have to show for it. Then you're going to look like him as your liver has failed. You'll still be at the nightclub, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, proving how much a man you are by based on your sexual performance and the procurement of women who have sold themselves to other men, who have married and divorced men two and three times. A horny old man. I'm 61 years old, and you have some big motherfucking titties. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's going to be you. That's going to be you. Nothing else to show for it. Mm. <laughs> all right. Anyway, good luck out there. We're all sharing the same women. How you get them is meaningless at this point. How you get them is meaningless. The women that you're getting already been shared by other men. But you're bragging about it. Who's putting mm. the value where? Who's putting the value where? Right? You're putting all the value in the woman. Claiming that you're keeping all the value. Please. Please. It's sad. Men, men are the saddest out here. You're the most delusional. Let me let me get to this. Let me get to these super chats. I'm, I'm sad that I have to hit you with this. <laughs> and you go Rosky on them women. Yeah. Yeah, you do. We got schedule P says I started food delivery for side income, urban sounding names, hardly tip. I see it every day. You guys. Wow. Oh, my goodness. He says urban sounding names rarely tip and he does food delivery. Guys, it is something that you cannot be mad at when you continue to be judged by your performances. 
your performances and your past performances are an indicator of future behavior. And you know people that do this. JC says a large asteroid to fly between the moon and Earth on Saturday. We gonna have to send it. Here we go. Indeed. All right. Wow. All right. Notorious NIG, the dark-skinned Bernie Mac daughter is like 33, and the light-skinned one is married with one child. Think about this. We have married women on OnlyFans. Hold on. I read you a story of the woman that was the World Wrestling Federation, uh, Lana, with Rusev. Rusev is big, strong. He had money. He got a career. He got status. And his wife is on OnlyFans, and he could not stop it. <laughs> he couldn't even stop it. He 265 pounds of brute Bulgarian muscle. And she's a flatback from Florida. He could not stand his ground, ninjas. <laughs> Come on, man. He could not stand his ground. Yo. And you want me to come up with the solution to stop it? I'm not about to kill myself for y'all. <laughs> I'm about to in I'm about to get in. All right. Where is it at? The J Lex podcast. Did you coach at Stony Brook in New York? I did. If yes, when? Uh it was like 2007, something like that. You can look it up. Just Google. Just Google. Google. It's on there. JC says, had me a nice lingling last night. Indeed, me too. Was that last night? Maybe it was the previous night. These nights are running together. Shout out to the coach gang. I did too, man, boy. They are something else, I tell you. <laughs> All right. Somebody says, Islam was right. Yes. Um, if you want if you want a solution, you you gentlemen, turn to Islam if you want to. I'm not going to do it, but but you guys want, this is what you guys want. You guys, you guys know what you want is you want um, you want the advantages of your father and grandfather. You want the advantages that you perceive your father and grandfather had. But when I share you the story of Reggie Jackson, you have to understand these men are now atoning for their sins. Yeah, your grandfather used to get over on your Nana and your Grammy and Big Mama. And he used to treat her, you know, cheat on her and do all this shit and run the street and go down to the honky tonk or the juke joint. And he used to do some shit. Women ain't putting up with any of that no more, bro. They ain't doing any of that no more. They don't have to. And you guys saying you want good women and you're going to marry them and act right. But y'all out here ain't acting right. You want the advantage your grandpapa had, your papa. That's what you want. Look, if you're going to do this, if you're going to do marriage, I'll tell you something. Do not cheat on your girl. Do not be out here trying to run the streets and laughing and sniggling behind their back. See, that's never coming back. That advantage is never coming back. We're not going to be able to do what our grandpa and all that shit is. And now the men that did that, they're now atoning for those sins. They're now coming out ahead of it so they can, so they can say, yeah, I was acting a fool out here. Shaquille O'Neal has done it. Now Reggie Jackson has done it. If you want a, a, a good woman, a good wife, be good to her. 
That's my solution. Two-parent households, stay stable, give up peace leave, give up fornication, go to Islam, train her to be an Islamic woman, and then you guys can do whatever you want. But the thing is, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. What uh, the, the days where you can treat your wife wrong and not pay for that sin is gone. These women can come back 10, 20, 30, 40 years and put your ass on blast. Yeah, but see, if you're going to go to these cultures that have their wives submissive, you got to follow the rules too. Not only the rules that you set for your house and your wife, you got to follow the rules of the religion. You got to follow the rules and walk the walk. And those rules have restrictions for you as well. But you ain't ready. You ain't ready. You just want Islam to control the women. What about the Islam that controls you? It ain't a pretty walk. See, that's what y'all don't, that's what y'all want. And at the end of it, at the end of it, just say you want to control women. <laughs> you can control them easily. Just give them some money. All right. And you got, they will do what you want. You can tell them to get on their knees and bark. They'll be there. You can tell them to put on glasses and they can do it. You can skeet right in their grill. They'll do it. They'll just go in the bathroom, wash their face and go back and they'll lay with the Tyrone that's getting it for free. That's what y'all got. That's called, that's controlling them right there. All right. But controlling them, sitting them down in the house and getting to understand your program gone. She already got 30 dudes that done tried it. And she's been ran through 35 other dudes previous to those 30 dudes. You're just sharing. <laughs> Free agent lifestyle for life. Adapt or hey. adapt and overcome or hope. <laughs> Somebody says Ty Roman is getting it for free. So what? So what? You ninjas also don't want to part with no money. I don't get it. The dude that's paid for it earned it back in interest, and he got exactly what he wanted, but Tyrone's lapping up that guy's kids. Will you stop with the free conversation? You broke ninjas. I cannot stand. Ladies, this is what I'm looking at as well. Look at these guys out here. They got no money. And then all they got is a Johnson between their legs. Who cares who's getting it for free? Who They all the same women. You all following them up anyway. Mm. <laughs> and it ain't free anyway. You the one got to cuddle with her and have her butt all up in her bed. Come on, man. You the one got to feed her breakfast and support her and house her. You the one I got to date her and take her to dinner. You're the one. You're the one I got to spend time and text message her. Provide emotional support. You don't want that got to pay child support. You're the one that got to put an engagement ring and marry her. You're the one that got to cuddle her and get none because she's on her period. You don't want that got to listen to her BS. You don't want that got to hold her hand in public. You don't want that got to smell her bath breath. You don't want that got to see her without her makeup and eyelashes and wig on. This is getting out of control. You, you guys don't want to part with no money. You parting with your whole damn soul, time, and everything. You don't want to get to give up your dreams and your ambition because she feels lonely. <laughs> you don't want to got to take care of her stepchild when she go to work, and you don't want to got to pick up her stepkid when she can't make the obligation, meet the obligation. You don't want that got to pay for her air conditioning. 
You don't want to got to visit her in the hospital when she get um a, a kidney uh, kidney stones. You don't want to got to buy her flowers on Valentine's Day. You don't want got to go apartment shopping with her. Mm. <laughs> yep, you don't want to got to change the tires. You don't want to got to do all of that. You don't want to got to tell her to go get an oil change. <laughs> Come on, free. You paid all of everything. You done paid eight times, 10 times, 10x more than the next guy. You don't want to got to see her five out of seven days out of the week. Come on, man. Stop the bullshit. Go get some money. I'm not talking about prostitution. All right, you're talking about it. <laughs> Come on. There's no such thing as it. Go look it up. You're talking about prostitution because you want to roll up to a woman on the street corner and pay for her. I would never advise a man to do anything like that. No man in the world will I ever advise to do something like that. The biggest prostitution going on is marriage. You're absolutely correct, JL, uh, Seven Sign. That's the biggest form of prostitution going. And the second one is dating. Dating is the biggest form of just pay for play. And the worst thing about both of them is the longer you do it with that one person, the least you get out of it. The least you get. The longer you date, the longer you marry, the more you pay, the less you get. You tell me. You tell me who getting played. You tell me who paying and who ain't. <laughs> Come on, man. I, I And, and not, not only that. Not only that, the only reason you do it is to feel good about yourself, right? you like, I feel good. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm doing the right thing. And then you steadily getting ran over. We have to keep waking dudes up for a couple of hundred dollars of a date, a tip. You can avoid all the bullshit. They open, women open the marketplace up for it. They decided to do this. And it was a steady, steady decline back to this. <laughs> it is what it is. You can make you can make all the copes and excuses. You can say I'm coping and making excuses. You can tell me I'm messing up the marketplace. I can tell you you're messing up the marketplace. We can do this dance the entire time and divide our manosphere up on these talking points all day long. You know who actually gets the better benefit out of it anyway? The women do, goofies, because they doing it anyway. As long as we talk about it, I know some people, women right now, they done walked out of the Las Vegas casino adjusting their bra, mouthwash in their car, <laughs> going back to their Tyrone with leftovers at this moment. <laughs> what? Going back to their husband's taking off their eyelashes so that the stuff don't leak into their eyeballs. They can take it off and they can kiss their husband. I'm back. Here's a couple of hundred bucks and some leftovers. This is where we've gone. As much as you're talking about it, there's women in the club right now. They don't give a damn. <laughs> All right. What? There's women that are wives on OnlyFans 
banging themselves out to cucumbers right now and they kick their husband out of the room so they can film the content and you're sitting here ten, and you're sitting here arguing and you're broke and these men are wealthy these men have worked hard to get the woman they got and the woman's like can you leave the bedroom I gotta set up my tripod and get the cucumber out yes that is happening right now and y'all was like i i i need a woman in my life i need a girl who's mine all mine man they for the community man this is community property <laughs> we working on community property you if you if you <laughs> come on man all right anyway and who was she with before you mr i don't pay who was she with before you who was she with before you do you want to know? You don't want to know. Mr. I get it for free. Do you care? Do you care? Because if you if you act like you don't care, if you act like you don't care, I'm just going to tell you what you got was valueless at that point, according to your own argument. You got what you paid for. <laughs> right? Mm. Now, shout out to the good women out here. Shout out to the good women out here listening to me, listening to me trying to get these guys and get them in order. But I'm not the voice of reason here. I'm just telling you. It is what it is. Shout out to speaking. My mind says he cut that bitch off. Reverend X style. Indeed. Stony Montana back in the building. Thank you, sir. And Anthony Allen says, did you hear about the detention officer making a something with the inmate? Yeah, I talked about that yesterday. I definitely talked about that yesterday. All right. Um, He said the good women. Yeah, the good women. Shout out to the good women out here that are holding out hope and aging by the moment, losing value, plummeting by the moment. You're actually trying to hold out on hope, manifesting your man, and you done fumbled 15, 20 good men prior to this day not only have you done that you had a good man that committed to you and he was valuable you ditched him at the wrong time to go see what was out there and you thought you was going to circle back and pick back up where you left off and now you found yourself with egg on your face yeah have fun with that ladies yeah mm. tried that how's that working <laughs> now you're only out here uh and everybody you meet he just holding this salami in his hand saying, just go ahead and just give me what I want. Yeah, you know, good luck with that. Where are we at? Uh, let's get to uh, let's get to this part. Let's get to Giselle. Another confirmation by CGA. Another confirmation by CGA. Uh, Giselle Bunchen admits that she is in fact a witch. Now, I already told you that. And I already told you that the practice of witchcraft goes back a long way. And there's promiscuity involved with this. There's a lot of spirituals, uh, spells that people are conjuring up and so forth and so on. Tom Brady is the type of guy that made a deal with this devil because he was greedy. He was very much about himself. And he allowed Giselle to be a good witch to him. He knew she was a witch. He knew she was a witch. And because she was a good witch to him, she conjured up spells that allow him in his mind to bring him success. 
he bring him a success. But of course, the witch does go bad at some particular point, and now he has to deal with the negatives long term for the rest of his life based on this witchcraft. Now, she's admitted that she's a witch, and as much, people have predicted that she is a witch as well. So I've talked about witchcraft. Well, check this out. There's a YouTube have, There's a YouTube video right here that goes back four months ago that asks if Giselle is, in fact, a witch. So it wasn't my video. But people have known and picked this out. By the way, I'm going to show you that a lot of women practice witchcraft, uh, even Christian women. All right, I've done several streams on this. They will dip their toe into Christianity, but also be a witch. But this right here, the Giselle Bunchen witch theory circulating on TikTok. All right, I'm not going to play the video. I'll play a portion of the video just for fair, uh, and I'll say fair use purposes here. This is a four-month-old video. I've talked about this. I said that, you know, she practices witchcraft on Tom Brady. Let's play it. Let's play it. Let's play it. And then we'll show you that she confirms that, in fact, she's a witch. All right, so... This is not me talking negative about her play. A witch? The internet seems to think so. Witch Talk, which is a community of self-described witches on TikTok, seems to be behind a very viral theory that's been circulating on social media. The theory goes a little something like this. Giselle Bunshen is a white witch who harnesses divination to cast altruistic spells. Tom Brady knew this when they got married, and it's been the sole reason that his career has continued well into his 40s. Giselle has cast protective wards to shield his body and spells to enhance his athletic abilities. Some people even believe that she's also given him potions that have allowed him to freeze time and stop the aging process. All right, so that's what we'll do. We'll fair use it at that particular point. Now, let's go to the confirmation. We'll go to this uh, article. I think she was in Vogue, Vogue, Vogue magazine. I believe it's Vogue. And she's going to admit, indeed, in fact, yes, I am a witch. All right, so uh, what does that mean for you guys? Uh, a lot of people uh, remember, I actually did a video and I don't look at comment sections often, but I remember a comments is like these red pill guys are going crazy. Now he's saying women are witches and people were like, and I'm like telling you, you guys should be blessed that I'm giving you this information. We had an entire stream where we had a witch appear on our stream and she told us, now you guys think witches like ward on the nose and the black hat and riding a broom. That's not what witches do. But they also do participate in other things. Let's go ahead to the confirmation here um, that are in another spiritual way that could prevent you from getting what you want or could maybe feel like she's controlling your behavior. If she has faith in this and believes she can control your behavior, she will be doing things different than what you know she's doing. So that's the main point. Giselle Bunchen and Mitch, she's a witch. Giselle Bunchen wants to make the world more of a magical place. The 42-year-old supermodel is making a new name for herself as the Witch of Love, Bunchen said in Vanity Affair. The Brazilian beauty gave an interview from her Costa Rican home during which an injured Robin that she had been nursing dropped a little poo-poo on her seat pillow. Bunchen continued to cradle the wounded bird while speaking to the magazine, revealing that she often communicates with birds, squirrels, and butterflies. Well, it is what it is, you know what I mean? But y'all steadily putting y'all salami in these women and wondering why your life is a little bit crazy, all right? So I got it for free. You ain't even getting it for free. You getting the omen for free. Good Lord. I got it for free. Meanwhile, your whole spirit and dignity crumbling around you. 
your entire essence as a man crumbling around you. Here it is. It's an omen, she says. The nature's whisperer gushed as the day's creature sprang back to life. Maybe he's going to fly. He needed to be released. Okay. The bird's broken wings is seemingly a metaphor for the mother of two. Quote, I don't want to be limited. You know, when, witches are indeed feminists as well. So you have to know even the feminist movement was rooted in this mystic magic. But you guys don't know this at all. And she says, I want to spread my wings and fly. All right. Then she got her babies and she's done. She's at that point where she can no longer procreate. Now she's like, I'm done. I Even the top tier guy can't hold on to her. Yeah, she's going to take these broken wings. And now she's back out here in these streets, right? In these streets. The dangerous thing about these particular people is the people follow them and don't understand who they are. They just follow their narrative. Hey, I Giselle was married. She was tired of being a wife. And Tom wasn't helping. He was selfish. She's taking her wings and flying. But you don't realize she's a witch. Mm. That's what you're also copying you're copying her essence you're copying her spirit and so while you do want to make it easy talking about the woman left the man because he was selfish and abusive you also don't realize there's a whole other thing that is operating in the background all right the catwalk queen recently divorced nfl star tom brady after 13 measly years of marriage now if you are a witch or a spiritual person or a person that participates in magic I'm not criticizing your lifestyle. I'm just telling you, a lot of people don't know this about you, and you should be making them aware that you're doing this because this does impact your life, marriage, and so forth and so on. And not only that, your lifestyle. Bunchin also showed off some of her energy crystals, including hunks of purple amethyst and white selenite, which she claims clears energy. Along with the rocks, she keeps a deck of uh, Kuan Yin oracle cards inspired by Buddhism's goddess of mercy and compassion placed on her bedside table. Okay? So, again, you would want to know this entering in. You guys don't know. You're fornicating with women that do this. You don't go to their house. She comes to your house. She does this, and she puts omens and cast spells, and she wishes things on you. Uh, she does these things. And they do this out of a need to control you. We talked about spaghetti. We talked about don't eat the red sauce. We talked about, uh, the, you know, women put, you know, uh, cups of urine under your bed. They put your name in a jar and, and put honey in the jar so that your name sticks to the honey. Yes. They do tarot cards. They do Ouija boards. There was um, a group of young girls recently that got injured or had some anxiety after 30 of them participated with Ouija boards. Now, do you believe in this stuff? You don't have to believe in it, but they do. Mm. Yep, they burn hair. They do all kind of shit in your name, all right? When you say in the name of Jesus, they do this in your name, right? They cast the spells, and they pray, and they do these things in your name. Then also claim to be Christian. You got to watch out for this. They claim to be good women. They claim to be wise. But many times they're just witches. <laughs> they do this and they get involved with it and they don't realize it. You don't realize it. Indeed, Bunchin drew a card from the tarot-like deck, one that signified destiny of the divine mother. 
right? A phrase that helps her lock, I'm sorry, helps her look to what is happening in her life. The destiny, sorry, the dynasty of the divine mother. The dynasty of the divine mother. This is some very, very, very interesting things when you want them to be what? you? What about modern women? Why they don't want to be wives? They're praying to the dynasty of the divine mother, not to you. Somebody says, I thought this went out of style. You're crazy. God, man, let me tell you guys, you guys are wild. First of all, this is ingrained in many cultures. Many cultures that are Latin America, Hispanic cultures have these things. They have movies that talk about it. What, what was the movie uh, recently of uh, the Mexican culture where they had the uh, the the um, Diaz de los Muertes, but it was, um what was the movie? It was a recent Latin Mexican movie. Um, that just came out. I can't remember what it was. Not Lord La Llorona. Yeah, they have witch doctors, but but um, anyway, not Coco. It was just another one recently. Not Coco. It's a cartoon. But anyway, just look it up. Yeah, African tribes do this. Latina, Latin America, Encanto. I think it was Encanto. Encanto. Encanto recently talked about the spirituality, the the abuela that controlled the family. They had the they had the brother that disappeared in the back, and there was a lot of witchcraft, mystic magic, and spells. There was a room. You guys got to know, man, this is in people's culture. So you're like, I'm a fly and be a passport gang. But you got to understand culture. There's people that live in rural areas that don't have nothing but time to cast spells and do witchcraft and shit, and you show up with your salami in your hand and 300 bucks, and then you don't realize that, boom. Even, yes, even the Catholic religion has some a lot of these things they have, uh, um, um, you know, they have a lot of things that they do to and pray to and saints and <laughs> y'all better be ready, man. You got the Creole religion roots and casting spells and voodoo. And man, this is deeper than, you know, deeper, deeper, deeper than, you know, and you think, oh, the woman's about you, man, dude, when you go to sleep, they be sitting over you ever seen. A woman just looking at you when you fall asleep. She just looking at you and you wake up, you roll over in the bed. She just looking. She then went and disappeared, pulled a whole cup of tea, got some honey, candles, all kind of shit. Women love candles around that bathtub. They be in there conjuring up by the power of grace gold. And you sitting in there and she rubbing her, bro. She just looking at you. She like, yep, you're going to be stuck like glue. They be first one at Palm Readers. First one out here. Guys, this is this is deeper than you know. <laughs> right where we at. And um, and she says right here, Bunchin says she no longer believes in romantic fantasies. Welcome to the real world. 40 seems to do that, stating that no one is going to come save you. People in their 40s realize this. She added. Never give your power away to nobody. This is your life. This is your movie. You are the director of it. Welcome to the free agent lifestyle, Giselle Bunchin. Bunchin, uh, let me see here. Uh, let's see here. Let me see if I can find another word. There she is right there. Uh, let's see. Any more things about her witchcraft? Well, we'll end it. We'll end it on that. But there you go right there. She confirms that. Um, guys, I'm going to tell you one more thing here. I know people said um, the one guy that says this is going out of style. I'm going to tell you a story. And I've told this story before and I got to really move on. 
is um of the time my daughter uh was a cheerleader at at her high school and um at that time i would carpool because you know these were ninth and tenth graders right so i would carpool and take my daughter to their cheerleading competitions the football games practice they practice at another facility that was not at the school like for a couple of days a week so i would pick up and carpool um her and a couple of the teammates i had a truck at the time well i still have it but anyway so i would throw them in the truck so they'd be in the back they'd be in the back and there was one girl in particular that was definitely a witch. Like she had the dark hair. She was small and narrow. Like I was like looking at her. I always looked at her. Not only that, she also said that she identified as bi already. This was like ninth to tenth grade. So she, she was already kind of advanced. That tends to happen with a lot of kids who have older siblings. So she was already like, I'm bi. I'm like, has anybody ever touched you? Like, what the fuck? She in the back. She pulls out these crystals. I'm driving. She pulls out a bag and she's telling everybody she dumps it in her hands. So I'm driving <laughs> and she's like, I use this for this. I use this for that. The girls is just gathered around her like, wow. And they was like, well, what does this one do? And what does this one do? She like, I rub this on my chest. Mm. I'm listening to it. I'm driving. A, I'm driving a truck like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm done. My truck. Goes, Cause if I mess around and say the wrong thing to her, she's going to be like, well, let me tell you something, but you guys got to understand their experience. It's not out of style. When you talk about Gen Z generation Z, they are doing this. So if you're not in, if you're not engaged with that generation of, of, of young women and young adults, you have no idea. They're already engaged early on. And TikTok is the teacher. TikTok is the teacher. TikTok spreads it. So, yes, these witchcraft practices that you would not say, you wouldn't tell your daughter, well, that's witchcraft, what that girl is doing. You automatically going to push her to that girl, right? They're going to immediately be like, my dad tripping. But it is what it is. And some of these fraternities, some of these groups um, that you think are, oh, look, look at this fraternity. They're doing the steps and they're doing the chants and all this shit. But they participate in various forms of spirituality witchcraft as well they they have essences in their rituals and practices and chants and and all that stuff that could have that element as well so you guys gotta gotta pay attention and people can hide it by just saying yeah i'm, I'm christian that's all they gotta say and y'all then just don't ask nothing else right but with that being said is this bad well that's only if you disagree with it my court my thing is the person that you're dealing with should tell you that they're doing this up front and then give you the chance to accept it. And here it is right here. This is another woman here on YouTube. Listen to it. You got to listen to a couple of other things that don't matter, but let me see if I can, here we go. So there's a woman here. Let me see here. Let's see if she is. Grandparents, my mom and papa, um, they met in prison. That All right. This, uh, this girl doesn't matter, but there's only a short clip of a young woman. Oh, but I young woman saying this is a uh, secret. Listen to the secret of this next young woman at a bar. Yeah, it's doing a trick with a matchbook. Okay. And it gets All right, we'll have to go through him because I can't get it to the point here. All right, so here we go. <laughs> so I listened to the advice of a witch on TikTok. 
<laughs> now I have the name of a guy I used to hook up with two years ago in a jar full of maple syrup under my bed. Obsessed. Okay. <laughs> All right. So you heard that right there. He was supposed to be stuck on me. Where did she get it? Where did she get it? A witch on TikTok that told me a guy I was hooking up with told me the witch told me to put his name in a jar of maple syrup so he could be stuck on me. Bruh. Mm. Hey, man. But game guys get it for free, right? You getting it for free, right? You banging her out, and she conjured her eyes rolling back in the back of her head trying to conjure up Tyrone's soul down there in the maple syrup, right? Mm. There's people here think they that this is a lie. This is, bruh, y'all think y'all be lying? We did the whole witchcraft call-in show as well, right? We did the witchcraft call-in show. Guys, there were people calling in, men and women, confessing to this stuff. Let's get to the unstable feminist here. It is true. Y'all don't know. or You guys do not know. There's women in here quiet as a church mouse pissing on cotton that we were revealing this to you men. All right. So let's go to the feminist wife here that loses control of herself. And goes viral. I think this is a skit, but I, I can't really tell. All right. And she's either mentally unstable or it's a skit. Let's go ahead and pop her up. This is the original post. Um, this um this woman who uh, appears to be a flat backed wife um is going to talk about her husband doing something in Las Vegas. We gotta get we gotta get through the mental instability here, instability. But we're gonna show what happens when you share too much of your relationship information. How, what, how it impacts your marriage. Here we go. You in the comments, ladies. My man would never. I thought so, too. I fucking thought so, too. Trust me. Um, so we had a work convention in Vegas, some kind of construction convention. I'll look into it. This is happening to me right now. I don't have all the deets. I will get them, though. I'm a Virgo. You better believe I'm going to get every shred of evidence I can. Okay, babes? Now, we just talked about witchcraft. Uh, these things with the horoscopes and all this stuff that that right there was an indicator right there but that's not a part of the story but i just wanted to point that out a lot of women do operate in these spirits of uh what, what do you call them signs and all that shit and birthdays and birthstones i don't give a shit about it but it does it does have something to do with our calendar as well so that is another uh explanation there here we go okay don't worry about that i've got it so he stays in, no, he had a work convention. He was like, hey, that's over our anniversary. Our anniversary is March 11th. And he was like, let's fly out to Vegas together. Let's go to Utah. Let's go to Zion National Park. We'll do some hiking. And then we'll spend a day back in Vegas. We were in Vegas. I was there till Monday. And then I flew home Tuesday. So Monday, we were in Vegas together after being in Utah all weekend for our anniversary. Had a great weekend. Literally, the best weekend. Like, <laughs> what's going on with her eye, bro? Listen, she having a conniption fit. What's going on with her eye? Like, I've, I even made. Did y'all see that? Man, these people on one. Being in Utah all weekend for our anniversary, had a great weekend. Literally, the best weekend. Like, like I've, I even made a little profile picture on my Facebook of he and I Jeez. in Vanderpump Cocktail Gardens. And I was like, cheers, six years. Look at my man. He's so loyal. I love him. Well 
baby crying in the background. Also, uh, tattoos have some spirituality slash witchcraft belief system as well. And many times you will look at a woman's tattoos. If you study them, you will realize there's some witchcraft in these tattoos as well. But that's neither here nor there. Let's continue. Well, we had a great weekend. It's time for me to come home. Do you hear my children? Hang on. Go be somebody's mother. All right, here we go. Sorry, I'm trying to make this as trying to make this as fast as possible because there's so much. Okay, so we had the weekend. Beautiful weekend. Great anniversary trip. Couldn't have been better. Make a sweet profile picture. Look at us and how happy we are. Our life is great. I thought my life was great. I thought everything was fine. We had some issues last year because he's an idiot. Was not infidelity. He's just stupid because he's a man. Oh, um, yes. Well, there goes the... <laughs> Look at this, man. Look at this. It's, it's, it's that witch is getting out of her. That soul is getting out of her. So, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys know, you know, a lot of feminism is rooted in this stuff as well. And this is why they do hate men. You know, they hate men at the end of the day. But here we go. She bugging out. So had the great weekend. He stayed. He stayed for work. Apparently on Thursday night, he went to dinner. He went back to Vanderpump Cocktail Gardens with his work people. It was a work event. And then I guess they all decided to go to the strip club. I have nothing against strip clubs. I have something against going to a strip club alone in Vegas while hiding it from your wife. So he's at the strip club. He says that his coworkers. Wait a minute. I, I ran out of video here. Apparently there's more video. Essentially, I'll, I'll, I'll complete the video. Um, he said that uh, that he went to the strip club. They drugged him. Uh, they robbed him blind of his money. And um, he doesn't know what happened. And essentially, she's like, you need to go get checked. Uh, don't bring over any STIs. So that's what happened to the woman. I wonder why that video cut out. There is a longer video, but I thought that was the longer video. But now let's just bring it right here. She does have a video of her throwing his clothes out onto their manicured lawn into the suburbs. Now, what happened was, the backlash. Now what happened was because she put this on TikTok, the private investigators of TikTok, because you don't ever know who you're talking to on social media. They um they went and found the husband's fake book account, and then they went and found where the husband works, according to how the story goes. Since they found where the husband works, they tried to get him canceled at his job because she went on TikTok and ran her mouth about her husband. And then, of course, the powers that be of the Internet went and tracked the husband down, then went and tracked where his job was and tried to blow up his job. Mm. Now, let's get back to the point now where she says she comes back crying. And the reason why she's crying is she's like, hey, ladies, I didn't mean for you to do this. You just got you're getting my husband fired and I'm not going to have any means to support myself. Let's go to the fit footage. Holy shit. Hi, everyone. Um, I want to start by saying thank you for all of the love and support and the feminine rage. I'm angry and you're angry for me and I get it because I'm, I'm, I'm in this too, but please, please, my life has been torn upside down we are a one income household. I'm a stay at home mom. Please don't threaten and please don't try to call my husband's place of work 
you're just going to Listen, men and women have a lot of superpowers, but we're trying to somehow be men are trying to be women. Women are trying to be men. And we're not acknowledging that we are here to balance each other. Women have a lot of superpowers. Thinking long term and having vision is not one of them. Thinking about consequences and repercussions, implications is not one of them. That is not their superpower. It is actually their kryptonite. And since we are the people with vision and we're held accountable for our actions all of our lives, you know what I mean? We tend to think about things differently. And we, before we press the live button, before we make a decision, we tend to say, I know this is going to mess me up, but I'm still going to do it. Or I hope to get away with it this time, but I know if I get caught, I got to pay the piper. Women don't have this superpower. It does not. It befuddles them so that when consequences show up, they'd be like, what? I didn't know. And then they try to put the genie back in the bottle. They, they try to close Pandora's box. They try to make up and make up excuses and blame somebody else as to for the reason why she made her own decision. And so this is where she is. She didn't cast it a spell. She threw her husband under the bus. Now that shit is backfiring. Here we go. You're just kidding. This is my life. And I never in a million years would have thought that this would blow up the way it did. Clearly it's striking a chord with women everywhere. And I talked to my husband today, I talked to him and he said to leave it all up. He said to leave it all up. So I'm leaving it. He knows it's there. He is ashamed. Nothing is getting solved, I'm shaking. Nothing is getting solved today. Nothing's going to solve tomorrow. I have children. <laughs> you know, just. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, you didn't think about those children. We was talking about Virgo and talking about this and putting your husband on blast and throwing his car uh, clothes out of the window. You weren't thinking of your children. Then you weren't crying on camera. You were all tough. You were all Rosie the Riveter. You were like, I'm Rosie the Riveter. I'm tough. I'm smart. I'm a Virgo. I'll find out. We'll all find out together. Women don't take this shit. Now, I got children crying, manipulating on the camera. All right. Which is the biggest piece of shit move that you can do on social media is to cry on camera. It's the worst piece of shit move that you can do. As a human being, you're the worst of the worst. All right. You ever post a video of yourself crying? You're the lowest of the low. All right. Doesn't get any lower than that. All right. Well, it does. There was a guy that choked out a two-year-old and FaceTimed it. All right, that's pretty low. All right, but, and there was a woman that deleted her kids in New Orleans and then blamed Jermaine. Yeah, that was low. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right, but the second lowest is crying on the internet. All right, let's continue. I know we're angry. I'm so angry. I'm so angry at him, but please, guys. There are other ways to support me. Wait a minute. And cutting off my financial stability is not it. <laughs> I beg of you, please. <laughs>
Oh, man, Jesus. You know, that's what happens when you put your family business out there. And the next move that they have right there is divorce court. They're definitely going to be happening. She ran to the court of public opinion. Yep, she ran to the court of public opinion. They love that. We'll get him, girls. Let's slide his ass up in the comment section. And she was going to show her husband all the comment section. Look at the comment section. They think you're a loser. Now, she done torpedoed her chance to divorce grape him the kingdom come but she always has that as well and as a last ditch effort she will do that and try to take the kids from him like all witches do that's their only move all right let's get to these super chats uh poor thing uh she has feminism to blame she has her spirituality she has the fact that she's cuckoo for cocoa birds and she's oh mental health is gonna come up too my mental health he obviously was an abuser <laughs> all right so we're gonna have that and she was the one that torpedoed in 86 the entire relationship it was her and you know she was crazy before that that's why he was out there getting it and by the way there's another proof that guys you're gonna get it you're gonna get it whether you like it or not all right uh because when you get married you ain't gonna get it <laughs> let's see your super chat because we at the three hour mark tried to blank tried to look man you know she put a battery she put a battery in all of these people's back and they got got this is a guy I've been looking for. Vegas 4K. Did you email me, bro? He says, I filmed the construction uh, convention simps everywhere. You're filming it now, the construction. Hey, um, get with me. I'm, I'm waiting for that email. Shout out to Joshua Smith says, they don't get it. It's happening in their faces, right in your faces. Men don't get it, but women do. The, the People don't get it as well. The, the thing that I want to remind you of is I study a lot of human behavior and I also study a lot of events. You guys that uh, believe in human beings doing the right thing, I don't know why you do this. It's all about trust, and they would never do this, and people would, I do not, I do not trust human beings. I trust dogs more than I do human beings. Human beings are not good people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, at the end of the day, they will sacrifice you before they sacrifice themselves. In, in this world, it's, it's about, uh, uh, you know, protecting your own personal investments and interests. This is what people are doing. People are selfish. It's been proven, proven over time. I don't know why you guys look for the best in people. I never look for the best in people. I'd be waiting. For the worst, I'll be waiting for the other shoe to drop. And by doing this, I protect myself. I insulate myself from their stupidity. <laughs> right? I insulate myself from people's stupidity. And love is not something that's going to make that change. Well, she loves me. So what? <laughs> so what? In the history of the world, that has never mattered. We got Van says, I get what you're saying about tangibles. But what are young generation Z men supposed to do? who have nothing uh, built, nothing built or time to build nothing. What about the men in the wind, young men? What about the men and the young men in poor countries who can't change their lives in one to five years because of the economics? What are we supposed to do about the you-know-who and CBDC? Some people don't have the heels to run to if uh, that's the only way out. Well, listen, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what your culture is. Get a boat. I don't know. Listen. <laughs> Um, what you're actually explaining is the advantage that Americans have that we squandered and given away 
um, so preciously. So we do have an advantage here in America in many developed countries. But many times out of fear, we've given that safety and security away. And we've given it to people who, again, don't have your interest at heart. And I warned you of this in 2020, early in 2020, when I warned you something was on the horizon. And it came in the form of what people now know as the pandemic. I, I told you that was coming. Something like that was coming. And I told you, I don't know why you listen to politicians. Now, listen, you can do listen to whoever you want. I was saying that back. Why are you listening to them? Well, the mayor came up on the television and said, and then the governor said, and I'm like, so? Mm. <laughs> well, look at him. He's in a suit. And he's telling us to stay six feet away. And he's saying the mask. I'm like, so who the hell is that? Who is the dude? That's the last person I've listened to. If this person told me the world was on fire, I would not listen to them. <laughs> well, the governor, governor of California said, dude, it's a politician. You acting like now. Oh, they're, they're doing this for our best man, please. <laughs> what? But women were like, well, the governor came up and he had a he had a news conference. So what? <laughs> right. But I've been saying that from the beginning. Now y'all figuring it out. I don't care what party they're from. I don't care what. That's a politician. They're they're liars. <laughs> right. They've been liars from the beginning. Liars to the end. Got me stopping my life for that goofball. I don't give a shit what they say. Like they mean nothing to me. I didn't vote them in. But that's how I live life. You know what I mean? You don't have to do that. You can be scared. And then he shows up all important. It's quiet. The camera's all clicking. And they got him up there with microphones. Here's what I want you Rudy Poots to do. All right. Listen to me. I'm your leader. No, you're not. <laughs> I ain't got to listen to nothing you say. Matter of fact, we tried to warn you. What they're calling, what they're telling you to do are suggestions. They had no power to tell you to do any damn thing. But guess what? Y'all did it. Well, the governor said, man, screw the governor. <laughs> right? I got to listen to them. Nothing they're saying is law. They don't even have the power to put law into place. But everybody went to fighting it. Everything they said was not legal or lawful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they don't have that power. They're not Batman. This ain't Gotham City. But that's how I look at people. That's how I live my life. You, you see what I'm saying? It's a politician. I don't listen to nothing they say. They listen. To, they're supposed to listen to what I tell them. That's how the dynamics work. <laughs> like they're supposed to do what I say. I'm supposed to write them a letter and say, you're not doing this. And they can say, crumble it up. Or they can say, I'm going to do what I want to do. Exactly. You're going to do what you want to do. You're bought, sold by who? You're bought and sold by the corporations and everybody, the lobbyist groups. You don't care. They don't care about us. Right, but look, that's how I that's how I live my life. You could disagree or not, but I've been telling you that from the beginning. I never changed my opinion on it. But you could you do as you want. <laughs> right, here we go. There we go. I listen, dude, that's how it works, man. I don't know if you guys know. Read the constitution. They're supposed to listen to us. <laughs> right? We put them in. We but we elected them. We actually the ones would tell them you're gonna work on our behalf. We the people. They're not supposed to stop over you stopping here. I'm your ruler now. Listen to me. It's an emergency. No. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm one of those guys. I'm one of those guys. 
Where are we at? Uh, Warren says, Coach, I have a 33-year-old white neighbor who just finished getting her doctorate as a nurse practitioner and was okay telling me that she does not shower every day. Wow, she said that two to three days because she didn't think it was necessary to do so. Wow, my goodness. Reminded me of the I smell like a bag of onions lady. Yeah. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. And he says, I feel bad for the guy who settles with her and will have to smell that funk every day. LOL. She also said she wanted a $600,000 home and a man who made at least as much as she does. And she has a cat currently. And I don't see that changing anytime soon. This pure delusion. Shout out to Warren. Yeah, man. Uh, some of these things about relationships, this is what you have to understand about relationships. Um, you really have to, before you fall in love with the woman, get down to the nitty gritty. Like you got to get under the fingernails. Women, you too. You got to get under the fingernails of your person because you love them. He makes you feel good. He slides inside you just right. He got the right curve and he hit in the right spot. Dudes, she wetter than the Niagara Falls. Everything feels good. She about you. She says she's a ride or die. Now, that's all good. But when you move in and real life hits and they start saying th stuff like that and then they apply it into action and they're like, well, I don't see why it's necessary to shower every two or three days. That's going to affect you like crazy. Because you're going to hit them guts on Friday. Saturday come, you jump in the shower, you put your lotion on and your cologne. She don't do nothing. Now, you know you didn't left her leaking. She go put on her yoga pants, go to the gym, go to Starbucks, bring you back a drink. And then you're like, okay, we're going to get ready to go somewhere. We're going to the festival tonight at 6 o'clock. You go, you go, you already done showered. She go ahead and put on her new clothes up over the clothes that she just was with. And she just go up and then she go right out to the festival. Then come back home and you hit it again. Then, next day, she go to the gym, she go to Starbucks, and then she come back up to you and give you that, that afternoon piece. And you're like, woo! Guys, marriages work just like that. Your wife going to do that all day, every day. You ain't seen no water touch, no cracks or nothing. And then she be like, why you don't want to put your mouth on me? Why don't you want to lick that? Why don't you want to put your mouth on me? I ain't put my mouth on that. You guys do the same thing, you free dudes. Girl comes in, you getting it for free. She's like, I'll see you Friday night. On Thursday night, she leaking. She come in Friday night marinating, and here you go. I'm about to get it for free. Somebody says, who living like this? Dude, there's women all over the internet. There was the girl, we showed you plenty of videos of women. There's the two women from Barstool recently. There was the... The black rapper from what was the rapper's name? She's a black rapper or a singer. She was like, I don't shower. I shower every five days. The girl you sweat in that Starbucks with the yoga pants. You guys don't know yoga pants are not for her to necessarily catch attention. It's all to, to disguise things, right? It's a lazy person's uniform, yoga pants. Right. What is the number one things that is? Yeah. Uh, B. Simone was the one. B. Simone was the one that said that uh, yoga pants disguise the fact that she hasn't shaved her legs in a couple of extra days and her hairs are prickly. It disguises the fact that she uh, hasn't been 
maintaining herself. I look at yoga pants like this now. I'll be looking at it like, to me, it's a giveaway that she has a lazy uh, ethic. Because to wear shorts, to wear a summer dress, to wear something cute, takes effort. You're going to clean, you're going to shave your legs up and put the oil on it. You're going to have them all glistening and gleaming. You're going to get in the shower. You go do, yeah, wearing some clothes other than stretch pants tells me you made an effort. You put the shorts on, you put the shorts on, your, your legs, you didn't put the lotion on your shit and the damn Vaseline on your kneecaps. That means you didn't touch some, yeah. but yoga pants is a lazy person's uniform, more than likely. I don't know, man. I'm hitting y'all up with so much game. Okay. To me, yeah, th th them things are dirty. Matter of fact, they're not even good for her anatomy. They're not even good because it actually keeps in moisture where it should not. So it's not even good for them. I actually co been covering this for years. It's not a good thing to be wearing. Like they'll even even G-string, the underwear that they get from Victoria's secretions. All right. Them, them, those are not hyg uh, those are not hygienic for them. They're, they're not the best thing to be wearing. It's not the best cloth or lack of cloth to be putting on your body. All right. But that's neither here nor there. All right. You got you got to do your own research on this one. Where are we at? Deadly Ellie, exceptions to the not missing, <laughs> exceptions to the not messing with food services is Subway and Chipotle. You can see them making your food. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, well, don't turn your back. Don't turn your back. <laughs> uh, Winnie Wall, coach, over the weekend, I observed a friend of a friend stop talking Stop talking to a, um, every woman he saw. And he says, I looked at him with this. Wait, he says, I observed a friend of a friend stopping, stopping to talk to every woman he saw. I looked at him with disgusted belief or disbelief, and he shrugged and smiled. I hopped in my Audi, and he hopped on the train. He says, where do these men get all of this extra time from? Exactly. Exactly. Their whole pride is to be over there. Uh, showing a teeth to women. Guys, the, what you've learned about how to manage the world is, is completely opposite to how to really conduct yourself as a man. Daylay says, Coach, speaking about witches, I met this black girl off of Bumble who was a witch from Philadelphia. She had the African booty, so I ignored all the witch stuff. <laughs> he says, one night I was on the phone with her talking, and all of a sudden I heard her started, heard her starting to moan. I asked, are you okay? She said, my spirit husband just told me to please myself, to please him. I thought she was joking around, so I told her to get off camera or go on camera. When she got on camera, her eyes were rolled back, shoving a performance device up her center cut. I said, what are you doing? And a voice came out of her mouth that didn't sound like her said, to leave her alone. Wow. Somebody said, just mentioned that earlier. Yeah. You guys got to watch out for that stuff, man. I'll tell you, man, because look, they're not going to do it out in public. You guys got to watch out. Somebody says my kind of women. Yeah. You know, you're going to get good stuff. No government name says, yeah, coach, my ex grandmother, my ex grandmother is a witch. When we talked about having kids, she would say, I'm going to ask my grandfather for a daughter. He says, what made me leave is uh, she said that she would cast a spell 
and that I would never leave her. After we break, after we break, she had a kid by the next guy and just what she have a girl. Okay, so she had a girl. Again, yeah, it's uh, people believe in these things. You guys got to watch out with cultures. Um, you know, you leave America and you think you're going to go over there and it's going to be American. You know, you can do your American shit with them. You guys got to watch out. Some of this stuff is. He says, I emailed a hundred times. All right. <laughs> he like, damn, I'm tired. I, the guy I asked if he emailed. He's like, Ninja. I know, man, I don't check my email, but I won't read your number on the air. So I'm going to put it in right now. He's like, God dang. I'm sorry, man. I'm not that good with 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 communicating. I can talk, but I definitely don't do no damn. All right, I'm going to hit you up, though. Let me see. He's like, I didn't email Joe ass all this time, Ninja. I know that's right. Okay, let me check Super Chats. Uh, Let's see here. David Allen says, did you? Okay, Age of Machine, CGA, never lied. The witchcraft with the poon is a common combo. Ultimately, it is veil, veiled attempt at power, much like feminism. Yeah, because what they'll say is they'll say stuff like, you know, I shake when I'm with you. I have a they'll say I have a spiritual connection. My spirit is involved and they'll be like, you know, they'll do things in the bedroom and you'll be like, oh, this is kind of cool. And they'll chant and they'll shiver and, you know, sometimes they might say I speak in tongues and all this shit. And now your dumb ass don't know what's coming. You'd be like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm going to put that salami on her, make her come and then shiver and talk in tongues. Okay, but what is she saying in tongues? Like, what are you doing? What do you <laughs> got to watch out, man? You got to watch out, man. Listen, it is a it. The world is a crazy place. Now, you might not think it's having any power over you, but she does. She does, and that's what matters. Doesn't matter if you believe it. Don't even matter if you think it's hocus pocus. If you think it's sinning. If you think it's evil, it don't matter. As soon as you partake, she believes it, and thus she puts the she puts that shit in motion in your life. Mm. Possession is nine tenths of the law. Yep. So she puts that shit in motion. All right, where we at? He says, JC says, I'm not gonna lie. I'm about to be a is I'm about to be a wild warlock. I'm not sure. Oh, I think it's mean whole. You mean whole. He says, I'm about to be a whole warlock. Shout out to you. There's guys in here that do magic. Yeah. Just do. I know guys that do magic. I know women that do magic. Right? Not like I'm not scared of them. But what I'm saying is, if you get into a relationship with them, you don't know what they're doing on you. And they sprinkling pixie dust on you while you sleep in this shit. All right? They putting their spiritual juices on your salami. You know, succubis are real. Medusa. You know what I mean? The myth of Medusas and all this shit. Where we at? Dwayne Rose says, you be speaking about the average man's head. All right? You be speaking about the average man's head uh, or above. My bad. My bad. You be speaking above the average man's head. That's what it says. It doesn't say about. You be speaking above. I know. I know. Uh, somebody actually had to text me. He's a big time YouTuber. And um, he was like, I don't think the people really know what you're teaching, what you're telling them. Because, you know, a lot of normies watch me. A lot of normies watch me. He's like, you're talking way over people's head. <laughs> right? Mm. 
like, you know what I mean? Like when I be talking about kosher dominance and this, yeah, you guys are having a malfunction, but I'm just talking. So I'm thinking like we, you know, most people are going to understand me, but most people are watching be like, what the hell? I don't even think I'm saying anything risque. I have no, like, and you know, even, even guys that be like, well, I have an economics degree coach. What you're talking about is wrong. And I say, you know what you can do with your economics degree? You can turn it sideways and stick it up your rear end. I care nothing about degrees. Degrees don't hold any value to me unless I'm getting a dental exam or a surgery. Then I'm going to want to know the person's degree. Other than that, shove that degree up your ass. I got degrees all up and down this wall. All up and down this wall. If you see this wall from the top of the wall down to the bottom is certifications and degree. Who cares about your degrees? We talking about real life. I don't care about your classroom ass certification and your degree is worthless in my opinion. I don't need no degree to tell you what's about to happen. I need to understand real life. <laughs> I understand how the world works. I understand human behavior. Doctor, doctor of thugonomics want to tell me I'm wrong. Well, as a matter of fact, and then uh, a week later, I'm right. I don't need to. <laughs> yeah, I want to know if you got an electrical certification. By the way, even in America, in America, I'm going to give you all, you, know, you guys want a secret? This might sound a little gracist, but I don't mean it to be gracist. A guy has an electrical degree. <laughs> he studied, he did all of that shit. He got his glasses on. He got his pocket <laughs> and he comes over and he tells you the red plug and the blue plug and the black plug and the yellow plug. And you pay his ass all this money. Right? Because he has an electrical degree. And he's going to be right on the money. Or what you could do. Is you could do this. I mean this is going to be a secret. You can hire a Mexican. And he will do the work. And he will nail it just like. That degree, dude, he will nail it. He'll hit a whole home run. They know how to do everything, bro. Everything. And all you needed was a cerveza, a tip. <laughs> that one dude will, he will, he will put your dry, he will fix your drywall, fix your brakes on your car. He will put a roof on your house. For $200 and no degree, no certification, no nothing. <laughs> and he will fix you up a whole plate of chorizo. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like your degree, you could have got him. You could have picked him up at Home Depot. He'll be like, hold on. Let me get my tool belt. Clap. He come on. All right, let's go. Arriba. No degree. No degree. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, what you need me to do? I'll move your furniture. He'll call up somebody. Oh, what you want me to do? He'll call up somebody. His old ass show up like this. 65 years old. <laughs> He'll show up and they'll fix everything in your house. Not one bit of English, right? ABL, he don't speak no English. And he knows somebody that will clean your house and babysit your kids and walk your dogs. 
Ninja, please, man, degree my ass. Here we go. <laughs> he ain't got one stitch of damn education. None. And he'll knock it right out the park. <laughs> anyway. All right. Shit. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? You went to school and you got your shit and you're a professional or be at Home Depot like. <laughs> right. Anyway. Somebody says, I'm calling him now. He'll repair your car. He'll put hydraulics and 18 batteries in the trunk. He'll fix your brakes. He'll repair your garage. That's what the educated dude doing anyway. He's like, yes, I have an education in the electrician. What does he do? <laughs> right? He'd be right at your house. That's who he's in. He's seen the same guy you could have went to Home Depot with and paid him in cash under the table. But watch out for this. You got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is. Yo, I'm telling you, man. It had your house bumping. All right, look, we got to get out of here. We got Bob S. He says, I am not a savior, but a survivor and a struggler. You learn. That's how you learn. That's how you learn. Where we at? Mo Paul says, yo, coach, you should have burned that truck after the team put a spell on it. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, luckily I got away from her, but she did come over. Like they had a little, you know, play date girls day. And that girl came over too. I was like, Oh man, not the witch. Mm. All right. OT says for rebellion is like the sin of divination and arrogance, like the evil of idolatry. He says, because you have to reject the word of the Lord. Shout out to you. And amen. Bob says, coach, do you think the negative effects of witchcraft, are one of the main reasons for XX's mental problems. You got to look at it, man. A lot of these things go hand in hand, but we separate them. We separate obesity and say there's no problems with it. We separate mental health and early terminations of pregnancy. We say there's no problem with it. We separate um, broken homes and mental health of children. Oh, that's not that. There's something else. We separate these things. We separate what they participate in in social media. We separate promiscuity from evil and we act like there's no impact on mental health and obesity and diet and nutrition. Like we, we compartmentalize all these things because then we can blame someone for each of these steps, right? And reality is all one. And it all has to do with how you were raised and, and all of that shit. Right. And if the kid rebelled or the parent rebelled against the father, the father abused the mother and then boom. And it's all attached. It's all in one. But we want to compartmentalize it as if it's not. It's all one. And then if they're participating in, in witchcraft and spirituality against you and your Christian home or a Muslim home and your daughter or your son's doing some evil shit or some shit that you think is evil, it's contrary. And these spiritual paths collide. Right. And then you're set off to a path of correction and people avoid the correction and they put blame on shit and they tag the blame on the father. They tag the blame on the mother. Uh, uh, we do think we, we tag the blame on the teachers and society. But really, these are issues that are all together. All right. Speaking of my mind, says, coach, look up the old movie uh, Death by Temptation. Interesting there, Death by Temptation. And shout out to uh, Neo Mass says, watch the movie Possession 1981, then shower after. All right, yeah, man. Crazy. All right, man, shout out to the coach gang. Let me check the other ones. We'll be back tonight, this evening. Enjoy the junior college. And Jones G says, the Kanga content out here, CGA unmatched. 
Sorry for speaking over a lot of your heads, but sometimes you ain't ready. Heads ain't ready for the ish we got. All right, did I get this man here? Let me make sure I got you. All right, I did. Talking about the grand, grand mammy out here, and it's a wrap. It is done. Shout out to you. Shout out to the non-believers as well. And we out of here. Peace. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s, is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you.